Blog Talk Radio. And I just turned here with that old man. This is what I am, what I am. Understand, I don't give a damn. This is who I am, who I am. Man, I don't give a damn. This is what I am, what I am. And I just don't give a damn. Take me as I am, as I am. And my G still pumping. Hold on the culture, you know that my doja culture game over, soldier. I'm cooling. Be on the sofa. Now that is of course unless you're not particularly listening live. This is the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast. It is Wednesday, uh, April fourth, twenty eighteen. I am your host, Travis Bryant, and uh with me per usual uh on location is uh our good pal Cameron Hawkins. Cam I'm sorry, eight, four, five. But God damn it, stop moving. <laughs> there he is. Cam, what's happening? There we go. What's going on, man? Not too much, man. How are things? Things are things are swell. Things are swell. Good to hear. Uh, uh, so yeah, so things are good on Cam's end. We've got. Certainly a decent amount to talk about tonight. We'll get into that uh, sooner than later. But first, let me go ahead and give out all the pertinent information. If you want to call into the show, interact directly, vocally with Cameron and myself, uh, hit us up on the Constellation Lines. Give us a call at 347-202-0103. Once again, that's 347 202 0103. Uh, if you can't call us, you can always shoot us an email uh, anytime during the week, anytime during the show. The mailbag is always open and constantly being refreshed. Hit us up on the email tip at East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, Looks like we've got a decent amount of emails in today. Nice mix of VIPs and non-VIPs. So we'll get to, get to those throughout the show. Uh, Twitter is another way to get at us. Find us on Twitter. Find the show at East Coast Cast. Twitter.com slash East Coast Cast. We've got, uh, yeah, just some interactions, poll results, uh yeah, Cam's usually uh, busy on that thing. Uh, not sure. Uh, so, yeah, so find us on Twitter, at East Coast Cast. Find my personal Twitter, at TravLord, and you can find Cam at Seahawk. That's C-E-E, Hawk. And another reminder, you can uh, hit us up on the voicemail, too, uh, 415-787-5229. Uh, that can that number can always be found at East Coast Cast. It's on the pen tweet. I'm gonna inundate folks too much. Uh than usual. Uh Twitter, email oh, oh Facebook. Hit us up on Facebook, the last bastion of Get Adage. Find us on Facebook. Actually it's not anymore. Uh but find not the last bastion at least. Uh f- find us on uh, on Facebook at Facebook dot com slash PW Torch East Coast Cast. Uh, if you got an article, 
memes, you know, normal internet communications. Uh, hit us up over there. Uh, PW Torch, or I'm sorry, Facebook.com slash PW Torch East Coast Cast, or just search East Coast Cast or PW Torch, and you'll see us among the the family of Torch fan pages. And I'm pretty sure we had a like or two this week. (laughs) Yeah, for some, yeah, we got Josh Mustachio. Welcome aboard. Welcome to the East Coast cast, new new listener. So, uh, and uh, Ben Haven, and might have said him last week, but Clyde Ford. So, thanks guys. Share the share the page on your timeline. Tag your wrestling pals in it, and um, you know how that whole thing works. And also, you can find us on Instagram. You can find the page on Instagram. You can find. Cam and I at our normal handles, but you can find the uh, East Coast Cast at Torch East Coast Cast on Twitter. And um, yeah, so again, now I guess that's the last bastion of good adage. So yeah, those are all the ways to find us. You can uh, yeah go to eastcoastcast.com. It's all there actually. If you want to, didn't write it all down. If you want to have one place to get it. So anyway, that's all the ways to get at us. Uh, Cam uh, headlines uh, poll results. Where we uh, where we starting? Yeah, I think the uh, you know the headline is pretty it's pretty standard. You know, the WrestleMania week. Um, that's kind of where the focus is with everything that we talk about. Yeah, everything everybody's talking about. Work page. Um, so yeah, I mean, we really ran uh, ran a poll for every match. Um, some of them are still ongoing. Um, you know, probably. Um, the few largest ones, um, you know, the Universal Title Match. Ninety-two percent of voters feel like Roman Reigns is going to win that, so that's pretty telling. Seventy-two um, percent think Shinsuke Nakamura is going to win the uh, WWE title. Ninety uh, percent think that Oscar is going to beat Charlotte. Um, you know, and I think those are kind of the big three. Um, and not to not to forget um, Ronda Rousey, Kurt Angle. Um, that one's also uh, 92% to uh, to 8% currently. So most people feel like Ronda Rousey's going to win her debut. I might say those are, you know, the big four matches if you had to if you had to say there were four big ones. And yeah, it's pretty uh, pretty telling. People think those are going to go one way and not the other way. Yeah, I'm looking I'm looking at these final results, and the bonus by far is the closest with 39%. Mm-hmm. Winner Styles versus Nakamura. As far as which one of these Mania match, Mania weekend matches do you most want to see? And Ciampa Gargano gets got thirty six percent. So, but and that was a bonus. But all, but everything else that's an actual match that was said. Hey, who do you think is going to win this match? Those the closest. I mean, sixty six thirty four. Um, sixty forty. So still runaways overwhelming, but compared to everything else, seventy nine, twenty one, ninety. Oh, the Bludgeon Brothers and the Usos. Yeah. Okay, forty six percent. The Usos got forty one percent. New Day fourteen percent. So, okay, that's that's yeah. the, the closest. But for the most part, man. And Becky Lynch. Okay, all right. I'm seeing some more. So, yeah, there's I'm two or three that are kind of close. But that's then the other though. ten, like, because with... we got thirteen damn matches, or at least you included in the poll. Um, uh, or various polls, um, 
yeah, the overwhelming, you know, it's, and that's how WrestleMania typically is. I don't know if we've ever gone into a WrestleMania where we go, where we're just like, I have no idea who's going to win. Uh, there was a re- remember 19, you didn't know if Angle was going to show up because of his neck, and you, we were we didn't know what was going to happen. Um, but a straight-up match, it's usually a crescendo or – or guys clearly positioned to win. So I think that just kind of shows that that's kind of typical. Yeah. I don't think that's yeah, but, I mean, Battle Royals are different um, as far as, you know, oh, for it's sure. hard to really gauge, especially when you get when you get the Tiger Pole, which is, is this person going to win or is the field going to win? Um, so that kind of changes things up a bit. But, yeah, like you said, like typically with WrestleMania, you, you either hear things or you suspect things. You get a, you get kind of an idea of the flow of the direction that things are going. Um, you know who's resigning and who's not. You know who's in line to be pushed and who's not. So a lot of times it's easy to gauge, you know, what's going to happen. Again, like you, you were on site for one of the biggest WrestleMania surprises, um, that being, uh, you know, uh, Brock beating The Undertaker, and then, you know, last year yeah. you have, you know, the Hardys coming back when people really didn't know that was going to happen, which was a great surprise. So if there's, there was a poll for that match, everybody would have got that one wrong. So, I mean, right. it's, um yeah, typically you know for the most part, but there's always that, that cool surprise that you get to see coming that might throw one or two of these things off. But for the most part, you do kind of get a feel for the flow. Yeah, and and I think the picks, some could be argued, like the Bludgeon Brothers Usos. Like, you could say Bludgeon Brothers didn't get all this, you know, mayhem and destruction just to, you know, just to be on the sidelines while one of the Usos pins, you know, Xavier Woods or something, like, mm-hmm. in a triple threat match. Um or, or like me, I think that the bar holds on. I don't think Braun Strowman wins the tag title, uh, you know, even with a – you know, I don't know. I, I guess – but, again, the logic is you don't build that up just to just to not. And I go, well, why not? So, mm-hmm. uh, but, yeah, Mustafa Ali only got 40%. I think for me, I, I mean, just based on promos alone, He's he's got to win that match. He's got to become the new cruiserweight champion. I mean, what, you yep. know, yeah, like I mean, Cedric Alexander, right he's he's good, and you know, he's has good matches. But there hasn't been anyone in the cruiserweight division that's been able to really capture the imagination outside of you know cool spots and you know good matches. And here yep. comes Mustafa Ali and does that in the, you know, one of the realest, gen, most genuine ways. I think this has to be it, right? All this talk of, I guess the cruiserweight's kind of gotten a little bit lost in, you know, it's the women and then the North American title and nobody really talks about the cruiserweight title as as, as being super important. or or. But still, I mean... Again, to build that guy up, to have, have him go have a just series, a month-long series of, you know, career, uh, promo of his career, like four weeks in a row or four promos mm-hmm. in a row. <laughs> it, it just seems like that has to be re- – that just seems – 
but they're both baby faces, and you just you just really never know. In in this case, there's no like obvious obvious answer. Nijax Bliss, yeah, Nijax kind of has to win. We've got some questions on uh, on that storyline in the emails. Wow, Rusev won overwhelmingly. Handling. I, I feel like that's more of a I want this to happen than I think this is going to happen. Like I'd have a hard time thinking the guy who gets added to the This match. is I hope WWE um, or somebody yeah. in WWE Road Dog or somebody sees this poll in it mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what that is. I think it's great that he's in a I match mean, I think they know they're gonna get a great reaction for him. Like the the roof's really gonna come off for him. And they're gonna chant roofs that they're gonna kill any of that match. Um like, the, the two best things about that match are that, you know, you were going to get the glorious entrance, which, you, you know, I'm sure is going to be amazing at WrestleMania. Like, they're going to do it up, you know. But uh, the other thing will be, like, hearing the crowd get into Rusev because they're going to. I, I don't see Randy Orton getting a positive response. Um, I don't see Bobby – I see Rusev getting everything. I think it's Rusev against three heels in this match. Well, yeah. As far okay. as crowd I, reaction, my thing about Bobby Roode is when Bobby like don't cheer the entrance. Once he starts throwing and, punches and, and doing he, moves and stuff, and in, in the uh, when he says glorious in the match when he clears the ring, that's going to get a good reaction. But yeah, sure. like the the actual but, flow yeah, of what's going so. on, like the yeah, that's not gonna. It, it's really a one guy match, and I, I don't know how people are going to react to Jim Hall. Because I don't think people actually don't like him. I just think they don't care about him. Especially, like, they, they don't have to see him in a title match, so it's not going to warrant that type of reactions where I hate that this guy's where he is. But, yeah, there's not yeah. going to be a lot going on. And uh, Balor ran away pretty much 51%, Miz 30%. Rollins, 19. If you would have asked me before I saw this poll, I would have said, oh, it's probably like, you know, Somewhere, you know, everybody gets, you know, somewhere between 30 and 39% of the vote. But, no. Um, and I think Finn, I think I picked Finn. Yeah, I voted for Finn. I think he he gets that. I, I'm, con- I'm convinced he goes to SmackDown. I think they might do a swap. Um, seems like they, they like doing that, even though it's, they are doesn't make a ton of sense on on Raw, which they should be because uh, I mean it's an extra hour show, but I, I don't think there's a reason to have Tim Balor and Seth Rollins on the same show, and not, not even just specifically those two. But I'm like, well, I, but I say that, but then you're gonna have Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura, um, you know, especially if like let's say a Rusev were to win the U.S. title, like he's gonna get cheered, you know. Uh, now if you have like Tim Balor is a long-term U.S. champ, or like, here's my thing: or I, I wouldn't have Ambrose and Rollins and Reigns all on the same show. Like, I would. There's too much pressure to put them together to do stuff, um, and to me, there's too much of a good payoff to have them on different shows and then have them cross paths at your pay-per-view, which is your pay-per-views that are combined, or a WrestleMania or a big show like that. Okay, so the only the only thing that makes sense. With that is, they're not going to send Brains to SmackDown, obviously. Been there, done that with Ambrose. And so Seth has to go. Right. 
But then, obviously, then in your scenario, you don't send uh, Finn Balor over there with him. Well, I mean, I would pick one of them. I think Finn Balor's turning heel anyway. Um, but, but, no, but you're right. Like, yeah. yeah. If you have, like, having all three of them on Raw, I don't know. It just doesn't bring in too much pressure to to put things together that'll make you more money down the road, I think. So, I mean, maybe, you know, Finn stays on Raw and then you send Rollins over there. Like, Finn, like Finn Balor being your quintessential IC champion or feuding with The Miz, you know, for a while. Like, I think that's fine. I mean, it's perfect. Everybody can't be the number one. I think he'd be a great – he would be a great number one, but I think he'd be just fine as a number two as well. So, um, yeah, I think him being, like, right there where he is is good. And, you know, he's already proven, like, he can do the main event thing. Um, so, you know, we'll see. But I think it's interesting that 51% think he's going to win. If you told me to put my money on the line, I would pick Miz to retain. Who are the ten percent of people that voted for Charlotte? Who are they? Just diehard Charlotte fans, or do they think that she's uh, she's going to be the one to you know break the break the streak essentially? I just like I don't think they put so much time in it to where you believe them. Uh, like we know how good Charlotte is, but Charlotte hasn't done things, or them not being on the same show makes things difficult. Like, why not have Charlotte show up to Raw to do stuff? You know, like, whether that's just, just being there, whether it's just getting in her face. Like, the fact that Oscar's been basically having two different careers, you know, for the past month or two. Um, like, I don't think bodes well, but, like, yeah, there's no reason to think that Charlotte's going to win that match. Like, there's no, been no inclination that, that should be what happens. Um, do I think that it's going to be super similar to Oscar versus Ember Moon where they go, you know, right down to the wire. Maybe Oscar cuts a corner or two to end up winning. I, I do think that's there. Or Charlotte right. tries to cut a corner or two and it ends up not working against Oscar. Then you have like a built-in feud between those two for a while. But, um, yeah, I, I don't think that like – to me, there's no reason to think that Oscar is going to lose that match other than that you just want to be different. You just want to say it's going to go the other way. And who are the 8% of people who think uh, Stephanie and Triple H are going to beat Kurt and, uh, and Ronda? Are they I just like masochists? Or are they just like love, they love the authority and they love the whole, ha <laughs> gotcha kind of look at the I, look at I, the. You're not you know, smooth, look at the Mark's cry, I don't know, whatever. The disparaging thing they might say. Yeah, I don't I don't think you mess up the bag like that, man. Like I you know, whatever they say or don't say, like you know <laughs> I just read an article. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. I just read an article um David Dennis, um I forget the publication he writes for, but wrote like a lengthy thing about the travesty of Triple H beating Booker T. Um, in all due respect, and as, as many emotional attachments as I had to that particular story, I mean, Booker T won a battle royal, you know, the month of WrestleMania <laughs> or the month before WrestleMania. Like, you know, it was, even right. though he shouldn't have won that match, it's not like Booker T is not yeah. Ronda Rousey. That's, that's my point. Um, you know, oh, okay, sure, 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 sure. Yeah, and you just don't, you don't mess up the money like that, especially when, like, this is not, 
I think I said this on the show last week, but I don't think that Triple H is a racist or a sexist or hates potheads or hates wrestlers smaller than him. I don't think any of those things about him. I think that he knows those are the buttons to push with the people in charge to keep his spot when he was wrestling. I, I, and I, I don't, I kind of commend him for that. Like he knew what buttons to push to make sure he kept his spot, regardless of that those were his feelings or not. Um, but as the guy in charge, as the guy looking to be in charge in the future, I don't think you make a misstep like that. Like, yeah, no, I <laughs> just don't see that. Like maybe these people are thinking that Ronda turns on Kurt, and so her first match, regardless of the win, the winning or losing, is really her, uh, you know, cementing herself as top heel. Right, yeah, Triple H pins Kurt in that scenario. Yeah, and but she it has to be technically like has a tag Nobody, loss, but you know yeah, you play that up it's when it's important, like they did with like they did with Oscar on Raw in the tag match. Like, oh no, would, or wait, was it? Yeah, you know, like what if she lose? You know, this could this could you know Dana Brooke could get pinned and then her streak's over. Um, yeah, and you don't play it up this when is, that's the the good part about you know. Promoting wrestling, you have all the control. Um, when Stephanie promote it when it's Ronda when it's good, when you need the, the drama of oh my god, could she lose? And then when you don't don't need it, if if that was to happen, you never even bring up. Well, technically Ronda Rousey's zero and one because she lost the tag. No, you just don't say anything. It's stupid. Yeah. When Stephanie hits Ronda with the finger poke of doom, that building uh, is going to go nuts. Oh my. <laughs> That would be the craziest thing ever. Why, why do you say such things? Yeah, That would be amazing. All right, so yeah, so that's, uh, that's all the real super interesting things. And yeah, I guess who are the 8% that think Lesnar's going to retain? Like, Is it the same 8% that think, or 8 people, or 8%, yeah, that think Steph and Triple H are going to win? Like, yeah. It just went down a list trying to be difficult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, who thinks Charlotte's going to win? I mean, that would be – it just does nothing for Charlotte, I don't think. It would be a big deal for, like, a week, and, and then, yeah. Mm. Yeah, so. All right. Let's um, keep things moving. What made you pick Matt Hardy as far as the uh, the the one guy to pick out of the Andre to, of against the field? Because he had a good show in thirty one percent. Yeah, you have um, you know you had uh, the ultimate deletion, you know, with Bray Wyatt. Um, of the people who are going to be in that match, he's one of the few that's you know a solo act, even with you know Jeff in the fold. Um, he was a qualifier, or at least involved in the, the qualifying matches for Elimination Chamber. Um, he gets more TV time than anybody else in that match. So he's, like to me, like he's the biggest solo act in the match um, with Braun not being involved. And so, you know, he's kind of yeah. the, the one I pick. And then, you know, it's kind of a thing where... Cena. Yeah, I mean, and, and if Cena, you know, ends up uh, getting in there, then it's different. But... um. No, yeah, no, 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 I'm saying since, like, yeah, huge. Braun's not in there, Cena's not in there, yeah. Cena's not in there, yeah. But, like, it, it, it is kind of that yeah. thing where, um, you know, we, we don't have a 30-person battle royal probably. 
Um, yeah, so, no, they haven't put a number on it. I'm sure it'll be somewhere between yeah. 18 and 24 people in the match. But I, don't, I don't know. It's, it's weird. Like, I mean, probably. I think it's going to be less than 15 team. people? Um, yeah, I could do the SmackDown roster. Well, you got to remember. I think uh, what I'm thinking about more is. You know, what's like, his face might show up in Drew McIntyre. Who? I mean, he, yeah, he could. Drew McIntyre. He definitely could. Like, there, there's guys what that might about, show up from um, NXT that might, you know. Um, the thing about the women's side is that, you know, they had to bring literally bring people out of retirement to have 30 people. And then, you know, they probably have a better shot, I think, outside the surprise guest of filling up a match because really only, uh, what? To only four main roster women are in matches on on the actual card, aside from the Battle Royal. So they have, like, a lot of their roster to work with. But you look at the men, like, the tag title match on the SmackDown side has seven guys. Um, the U.S. title match has four guys. Uh, is everything else? And then, you know, you have... D. Bry and Shane against Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, it's just like that pool of, you know, SmackDown singles wrestlers is like who? Corbin and Ziggler and Dillinger and uh, I think there are tag teams there. There's the Ascension, there's Breezango. Um So yeah, there's, there's some people there. And then on the Raw side, like, we kind of already know like eight people that they're going to have in there, but their icy title match is a triple threat. Um, their tag title match has at least three guys you know, maybe four. Um, so it's just like everybody's, I mean, you guys out injured that might come back, but it just kind of seems like it would be less than 30. I don't know if that's what they've been running, but especially if it's a smaller field, to me, that would give the bigger name a bigger chance of winning. So I think Matt Hardy was just kind of my litmus test of, you know, where do you yeah, think? Yeah, that makes all the sense in the world. Yeah, for sure. I, I do think. Drew McIntyre wins it. I think they want to give the, you know, Andre, you know, after coming off of Mojo Rawley, who didn't do anything, you know, with, their, I mean, because there's not a ton to do with him, I mean, admittedly. Um, I think they want to have a, they want to have, like when Cesaro won it, I think he was the first. There was an idea or a sense that, oh, the the, the person that wins this could be, you know, up and off and running, and then Big Show wanted, and then you know, and and, and Mojo. Maybe I'm, I don't know if I'm missing missing somebody, but nobody that really just then took off or we got a sustained push to the next Andre thing. And again, Big Show has by default because he's just a, but not even. Um, so mm-hmm. I think McIntyre might might be might be uh, might be that guy this year, and I think. Health wise, I think he's ready to come back. Uh, or at least I think yeah. he, I think the time frame is is up for 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 that type of injury. It's well within uh, scope, you know, medical reality. Yeah. I think he's uh, he's fine. Uh, Marty just texted me. He says, "What are the chances Oscar beats Charlotte?" And then Carmella cashes in money in the bank and, and beats the streak. If people have been saying that. Um, I, I think she's more than likely to go to Raw. Thank you very much. Yeah, I think she's more than likely to go to Raw. 
and, you know, do stuff over there. Like, they've had the same six or seven. Wait, who? Go back and forth, back and forth. Carmella? Carmella. Thank you. If, so, like, if, wow. she, um, like if there's a cash-in, I would see it on that side. I, or they have I, a cash-in. I, I don't know. I think Carmella. And then Austin kicks her head off. Yeah. I think Carmella gets even more exposed on Raw because she's terrible in the ring. And I don't mean like in a, um, like in an old, you know, she's not Candice Michelle in there with a bunch, but she, her selling, she, she almost, she refuses to take any moves that come near her face. And it's frustrating to watch. It's just like garbage, like, she made Charlotte's big boot look like garbage on SmackDown last night. It's just every time she's in the ring, she has two moves at least where I go, that looks like trash. And it's usually her take selling offense because she doesn't want to get, you know, take a move to the face. And I think with a, gr- a group that's of women workers who are dependent on more, who are dependent on more to carry the show, because SmackDown, I think, it's, the women don't get nearly as much TV time as the Raw women do. And it's for, for re, because it's less of a maybe, and then they don't have two three hours to fill. But it's like, I think, to me, it's pretty stark. Um, I think she would get exposed in there wrestling Bailey and, and, and those ladies, because they're not afraid. They're totally in. They're all in, and they're not going to have that shit. They're going to... I just think it's a different mindset with uh, with those raw women, and I could just be totally uh, seeing some plants, you know, seeing something that's not there or whatever. But yeah, Carmella needs to get better quick, and I don't think that's going to happen. So, but I hope the hell not. She doesn't cash in, and God, no, Martin, why would you? So, right, basically, but, uh, she basically or texted you to say, like, here's something that'll upset you. Yeah. Which yeah, no. This is totally. Which Martin does quite often. All right. Let's, uh, you know what? Why not talk to him? Get his explanation. Uh, Marty, do you think Carmella is going to cash in? What whatever, whatever. And now you're sending me another text. Um. You called me what? just as I was about to go into. You called me just as as I was about to go into a meeting. Uh, I'll call you oh, guys. Oh, all right. Well, we'll talk to you later. Shit. Let me do. Busy guy. You know, you know, Professor Frank Lee. You can leave in. Say hey. I can't talk now. Um, all right, let's talk to Mike in Brooklyn. Uh, Mike, what's happening? What up? Oh, maybe Mike's not ready either. Yo, Mike. All right, we'll go back to Mike in a bit. Um, so for some reason, I don't know why, but we had two voicemails today. And mm-hmm. they're not 
Like they're taking super long to process on the fucking uh, in, in the soundboard. Like usually it's like two minutes, if that. And this is like mm-hmm. it's been since the start of the show. This is not like, having it. I, when I started the show, and I noticed, like, oh wait, these things are still processing. So I went deleted them. Was like, I just re-uploaded. I'm like, oh, that must have been something mm-hmm. weird. And like, no, it's taking taking forever. So I have to. Yeah. So what I'll do won't be the best quality, but I'll just play the damn thing. Um. Fuck. And the one from YT9, he's got, like, he's super, he's kind of soft-spoken, and and he's got a British accent, so I don't know how that's going to come across. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> but the first is from a, from a voice I think everybody will recognize, and I kind of, I kind of owe him, like, I don't know, a chop, a chop to the throat after this, but here we go. Hey, it's the first time calling on um, I am so happy you have this new feature. I just want to ask a question. Oh, this is a great show. Got everything. Great analysis. Um, Woody Banter and Travis Bryant. Anyway, um, speaking of Travis, I understand his mom has gotten to do um, both in a, in a movie. I want to ask a question about Travis's mom. Um, who's your favorite PW Torch personality, and why is it Bruce Mitchell? All right, thanks, guys. Bye. <laughs> so, oh yeah. man! Senior, senior senior torch scumbag. My goodness, <laughs> Bruce Mitchell. Why does your mother love me so much? Really? No shot. Hey, Bruce? What we're with doing? my mom. My who's just my upset. God. Yeah, and and it's like you know what. I wouldn't, you know, it's it's one of those things where it's like you know it's like oh that's my mom and ah oh, how dare you, but it's also like I, I wouldn't I. I kind of want Bruce Mitchell to be my my stepdad. That'd be awesome. <laughs> uh, you know, Bruce, Bruce Mitchell would be your stepfather. That would be awesome. I think so. I think so. Okay, that's so. Just one way to one way to go about it. Nah, it's mm, um, mm. it's it's funny. Um, a fun Bruce story today. I don't know if you've been um, if you've been really following him on Twitter today or just kind of this week, but it is that. You know, it's the week where everybody gets mad about, um, you know, the Hall of Fame. And they ask Dave Meltzer, why isn't X person in this Hall of Fame? And he immediately says Mitchell Rule. And then people have, you know, been told that that relates directly to Bruce Mitchell. And then they start to question credibility, and then that turns into, well, Vince Russo said. Thank you very much. Um, Yeah, that turns into – you know, Vince Russo says this about you. Why don't you Why don't you go on Vince Russo's show and debate? And Bruce is like, if you really know, and he says it the nicest way that I think you can say it, if you really know Vince Russo, then you know he doesn't actually want to debate on the show like he wants to. Thank you very much. Like he wants to, you know. Hey, he wants to have this platform where he can, you know, lob shots or grenades or whatever you want to mm-hmm. do. And then you know, like I had to, I had to pull back because I was immediately like, I mean, we can, you know, we can just see each other, and then we can have a conversation. Um, you can turn a camera on if you want, but I just feel like he's not gonna have that same energy. Like, imagine like we're on, you know, we're on the block, we're on Bourbon Street, holding it down, cup in hand, and Vince Russo's there, and it's just like, hey, so 
given funny things to say about Bruce Mitchell and Wade Keller, didn't he? And then, you know, what do you do from there? <laughs> but it was, well, you know, it's just, like, who knows? It might be a joke account. Like, it might be him saying it, but I just don't. I don't get the energy for for this. I don't get the energy for wrestling beef about people who aren't actually going to fight. I don't get it. It doesn't make sense. Um, and Bruce is just so diplomatic about it. And I'm just, you know, fuck you and everybody you claim and everybody who supports you and <laughs> I want all the smoke. But, you know, that, that's why things are the way they are. I'm going to drink my coffee now. All right. We might as well play uh, YT's. Um, how did that come across, by the way? You heard it? Relatively clear. Oh, it was just fine. I mean, I think it helped okay. that I knew who it was before you said that. Yeah. But yeah, it was just yeah. fine. All right. Just YT. So let me turn up the volume here. Don't 
identify Balor as an Irish wrestler. You know, I think Finn Balor's their guy. Um, yeah. And I think you can't really speak more highly of a foreign wrestler than to say they're not considered a foreign wrestler. You know. Um, yeah. Especially in so I, I mainstream Balor North American WWE wrestling. Uh-huh. Exactly. Um, I would say He's my pick Balor pick. is... Uh, yeah, yeah, Balor, Balor's a guy. I think, I mean, potential, um, you know, pick, pick be done in top of eight, wherever you want. Uh, um, one of those. Pete Dunn or Tyler Bates. Because um, Tyler Bates is 21 and is probably, you know, pound for pound, could be pound for pound the strongest guy on the roster. And he's 21. Um, I think he has a great physique, um, a good look, um, super talented in the ring. Um, I just think that, you know, if, if he's one side of the coin, Pete Dunn's the other, and Pete Dunn has just a fantastic look. Um, when he's out of character on the microphone, I think he carries himself well, um, is great in the ring. Um, and even he like, draws attention to not being, you know, to being a bruiser weight, to being a smaller guy, but just the things he does in the ring, and even the way he carries himself when they're doing things that aren't necessarily a match, um, those, those guys are really special. Um, you know, I, I think that, it's interesting what people said about Becky Lynch, like expecting her to win uh, the Battle Royal. And I think a lot of that has to do with Becky Lynch being wasted potential. Like, Becky Lynch was the inaugural SmackDown champion. Maybe they did her a disservice with what they did during TLC. But, um, you know, she still has a chance to be, to be you know, really big as, as far as that European wrestling because, um, you know, yeah. people are still big fans of her. The biggest face, she gets a good reaction. I'll go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, no, no, no. I, I was just agreeing. Like, oh, yeah, she definitely has that potential. I I, I feel bad that I didn't think of her um, in, in either one. Like, in, I guess she hasn't really had the time. because, But she held SmackDown down after that, as far as the women go, in the immediate, yeah. you know, the first six months of that split. It was, yeah, Becky Lynch was having tremendous matches, cutting some stellar babyface promos. Uh, especially like on uh, the post talking smack and stuff like that. Um, but my, if I can't pick Sheamus, I would say Finn Balor is the guy that's had the biggest impact and, and, and made the most of his opportunities so far. Um, and potential, I'm going to say a guy that's not even in the company, and I'm going to go with uh, Marty Skrull. I, I just don't, yeah. I just, as much as I like Tyler Bate, I don't see a ton of personality in that guy, and and I think Tyler Dunn or Pete Dunn is uh, human garbage. Um, I don't want him to succeed on any level uh, as a wrestler, as a human, as a uh, sentient, breathing uh, entity. Um, so yeah, I'm going to go with Marty Skrull. He's uh, he's just he's just. He's just got a ton of personality. I mean, if you've seen one Marty's Curl promo, and this is based on almost only seeing his video packages and, and his mashups and stuff, I haven't seen a ton of his work in ring. But because I don't hear, oh, he's just a bunch of, he's just all personality. I just trust he's, you know, he's good enough. He came up with a with a certain class of guys that I assume he can hang with. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Marty. He's got he's got 
what it takes to make like a WWE impact and yeah, going forward in the next, you know, yep. five, eight, ten years. So cool. Appreciate that, uh uh Y T. He said he'd send the voicemail and he did. So let's uh let's uh let's jump back into the constellation lines and talk to Kylan. Uh, Kylan, um, yeah, what's happening, man? What up? Not much, Travis. How are you and Cam doing this week? Doing okay. What's on your mind? That's great. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry I'm not going to be enjoying the fun there and Bourbon Town with you guys this year, but hopefully next year you, both of you will be able to join me in my neck of the woods. Man, if you can keep that snow away, like, what? I, I don't want no snow at WrestleMania, man. You're going to have to make a call or something, Kyle, because... Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, we're, 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 I'll try my best, pal. My man. Uh, I, I, I think it's very safe to say I, I can pretty much guarantee you that, th- th- that this was a rarity act. Having snow in New Jersey in, in April. Not if you live in the 20th century, the 21st century, it's not. It's, <laughs> I mean, we have, you know, hurricane season starts early, all that stuff. It's the new normal. I, I don't. <laughs> we've gotten a big snowstorm at the end, at the end of spring, or at the end of the winter, at the end of winter, beginning of spring, like. Four out of the last six years in in that area. I don't know. I'm probably making that. Up. I'm definitely making it up, and I'm probably way off. But that's just how it is. I mean, when in 2013 it drizzled a little bit, it was just kind of a normal, you know, April second day or whatever it was. But that can go any any way. It could be 90 degrees, or it could be like it is right now, and you know, you got a foot of snow and the Met Center, Met Met Stadium, Met Life Stadium. So yeah, I'm. I'm it's a I mean, it's really. We won't I don't understand. I, I think WWE got away with it. Right, go ahead, walk all over me or roll, silent. But yeah. Oh, now you're going to stop. Okay. Um. Yeah. So anyway, what's your what's your thing for what you what you got for this week? So, so my first question for this week concerns ma- matches of the weekend so far. Which matches do you expect to have the the greatest degree of cra- crowd success? Which match do you expect to be the biggest flop crowd-wise? And which match do you expect to be 
the sleeper match that you don't expect the crowd to like, but but they did at both Mania and TakeOver for question number one. So a sleeper match? Like so who do you think the crowd match. Yeah, every takeover match is going to be successful. Like, they're not going to boo a match at takeover. It's just the way that they feel about the product, um, the amount of time they're going to be in the building. Like, all the takeover matches are going to get over, um, regardless of how good they are. Because takeover always works out like that. Like it's, yeah, the takeover creative team wouldn't good. put a match out there that would get rejected or didn't go to what, the way they wanted it. They're not idiots. I think um, – now, here's what I do think. I think that the, NXT creative. the ladder match – yeah, the ladder match is going to get a bigger reaction than Almas and Black. I do think that. Um, just because of who's involved, who's returning, the format of the match, like that's going to be not the main event, but it's going to get the best reaction out of everything. Um all due respect to, and I think Allmark and Black are going to put on a show, because they always do, but yeah, I just think that ladder match is ladder match, new title, EC3, you know, Velveteen, it is peaking, uh, you know, just so much going on. Uh, that That's, the things that Adam Cole is clearly willing to do to his body in a big match, like, that, that's going to be the one. Um, Main card, I think that the only match I could really say that may get a reaction I didn't expect, I guess uh, Nia Jax, Alexa Bliss, because I think that is the first one that strikes me as it isn't going to be have the wrestling that the other matches are going to have. You know, Nia gets the win, overcomes, you know, all the stuff she's had to deal with. I think that's going to get a really good reaction, and her physicality is something that I think plays well in front of a WrestleMania crowd. Um, so, oh yeah, a scoop slam from Nia Jax is going to get seventy thousand people to go, you know, ooh, because she'll, mm. you know, Alexa Bliss is tiny and it'll look, you know, super impressive. Mhm. Yeah, that'll be that'll be cool. Um, I don't know. Like I, I I'm very curious. That the thing I'm most curious about all weekend, Kyle, and I think anybody who writes about wrestling or talks about wrestling in long form is thinking the same thing. How are people going to react to Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar? Like, I, I don't... I don't know. Like, I, I think that it's going to be less booze than you think for Roman Reigns, but still too many to drown out. Um, I think that the, the biggest... The most important thing in that match um, is how people react when he kicks out of the F5. Like, that's everything, because the, the F5 has been the most protected move that I can think of since the stunner. Like, and then before that, since, like, the diamond cutter. Like, nobody just, nobody kicks out um, until they do. Like, Rock kicking out of, you know, all those stunners at WrestleMania 17 is part of what made WrestleMania 17 so successful. People didn't kick out of the So Yo. that's it. Joe took, yeah, Joe took one F5 
Ron took one F5. Like, everybody's taken one, and they've been down for the count. So when Roman kicks out of that stunner, that's going to tell you how people feel about that match and how people feel about him. I know I whooped your question. <laughs> to, to fit what I wanted to talk about, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, no I'm, I'm okay. I was just processing your answer here. My man. Yo, are you real quick? Uh, hold up, hold up, Kylan. Real quick, Cam. Are you feeling the New Day Voodios t-shirts? The Voodios t-shirts. Voodios. Um, because it's like a voodoo thing, you know, New Orleans. I have not seen those, and no is my answer. <laughs> I'm not sure how I feel about them. I, I don't like, you know, you know, it's more about the voodoo culture and how that's seen in Western society more than the design. The design is fine. But like New Day stuff, these are, it's cool, man. And the purple is, the color of it is really probably the best part. <clears throat> so, my bad. Go ahead, Kylan. No. Creative has certainly given us a lot lot to chew on. And my second question concerns potential returns here. With with him being backstage at Raw on Monday, according to Paige, and with Bobby Lashley having agreed to terms on a WWE deal last month, is it possible that we will see either Cowboy James Storm or Bobby Lashley return on Monday for big surprises at the Raw after WrestleMania? I think one of them, it'd probably be James Storm, <laughs> would probably go to SmackDown uh, um, just to split, you know, returning type guys, even though James Storm didn't. Um, but I did notice, I wonder if anybody else popped, when they finally got Braden Walker's I'm going to knock your brains out line over by having Braun, uh, Braun deliver it. I'm going to knock your brains out. But, um, yeah, Lashley or James Storm, like, hey, how about that? Imagine if, uh, you know, I don't know, Bobby Roode loses, uh, you know, loses the U.S. title match and comes out the next night and, I don't know, like the Ascension uh, has a bone to pick with him or some other tag team. And James Storm runs out and makes the save. Like, it's perfect. It's perfect. Um, I think we should take a second to just say, like, James Storm must be a very likable, a very professional, a very respected person. Because James Storm essentially turned down his last WWE contract. Like, when he was Yeah, team. after they put him on NXT for a match or two. He was like, nah. Yeah. Turn it down to go back to the night. And so, like, 
but it, I mean, people just must think really highly of him. The fact that like we were talking about him maybe just coming back into the fold after basically saying no the first time. And salute on him because like I've, I've only ever heard nice things about the guy. I have never heard a bad word about Game Storm or how he carries himself, how people interact with him. So that, that's really cool for him. I think that uh, with Bobby Lashley, like if you need a you know a feud for uh, you know a Roman Reigns immediately after Mania, like Bobby Lashley, brand new feud you've never seen. You know, because um, I think I don't well, think you can do anything with Bobby Lashley but have him in the main event. It has to be that. Oh, okay. That was going to be that was what my well was. Like, can you put Bobby Lashley right in the Universal Title yeah. uh, picture, I and just, then have him lose, bias. and then where do you go? Yeah, I mean, but you know, AJ Styles, Roman Reigns, like three months straight. Yeah, he got three months. Out. You know, and he got three Bobby months Lashley to be on the roster. AJ Styles first, though. Yeah, but I mean, he did, but but he was coming you know, off a series. Of losses to, or a, or a few loss to Chris Jericho, and then he got in the title picture. So yeah. I guess you could say, how did how did that happen? Yeah, so I just think that, and I mean, you know, different companies push guys differently. Um, but I just think like the way that he's been built up by TNA, like even what he was in leading WWE, you know, him being, uh, you know, Trump's uh, avatar, as it were, in that feud, like. <clears throat> Bobby Lashley is was always treated like a big deal, um, you know, from the time he set foot in WWE. So, um, you know, I, I, I see him showing up before James Storm shows up. Um, and I also see him showing up with a higher profile. But, yeah, Kylan, if I had to pick from a pool of guys to show up the next night, um, he would be well, what, hopefully one of the first ones that I chose. I think that's, you know, you, you have a bonus, an instant guy you could put in the main event right away. So YT, he chimed back in. He says, hi, Trav and Cam. Uh, I'm sorry the audio was not so good. I'll work on that for next week. No, the audio was was fine. It was my end, whatever, but you were fine. Uh, He says, your answers were really interesting. Marty Skrull has the potential to be a great success, and I do hope he he ends up in WWE. Uh, I know for a fact it's his dream. Sheamus has been in WWE longer than 10 years. Well, he got there in 09, but whatever. Um, which is why he didn't qualify for my question. Uh, what have I missed with Pete Dunne, and what has he done to be in your bad books, Trav? <laughs> Exist? Um, uh, I'm listening live online. If you wish, if you want to try a live call in, oh, nice. If not, I'll listen in. You know, uh, have a fantastic show. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't. Let me see. He's listening. Listening. Sure, YT stands for Young Thug. Like, there's nothing else. <laughs> Can you Brit that up? Um, young Toffee? I don't know. Yeah, Young Toffee, <laughs> yeah. There's no, there's no word. Um, yeah, no, I just don't like Pete Dunne. He's fucking terrible. I just hate him. Um, but... Okay, yeah, you didn't have any really. It's just not a ton in that one. So, oh yeah, appreciate that. Thanks, uh, YT. Let's uh, take it back to the constellation lines again. Hit us up three four seven two zero two zero one zero three. Press one if you want to uh, raise your hand to get online or to get in queue. Uh, 
let's uh now let's uh go out west. Go out west. Uh, I think he's got me on Bluetooth. Uh Brian, twenty seven uh, year pro wrestling. All right, let him I'm gonna let him uh take care of that while I give him his intro. Twenty seven year, twenty eight year maybe pro wrestling torch subscriber and VIP uh VIP uh newsletter guy. Phoenix, Arizona. Hopefully he's got his uh, Bluetooth out. Uh, Brian. Brian, was that? What up? Oh, wait. There we go. Oh, there he goes. Yeah. Hey, um, hey, Trav. Hey, Cam. Hopefully you both have a real good night. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate the favor, hey, though. Actually, I'm, I am actually at home now. I'm going to hang up, and I'll call back on my, on my um, landline. But while I, um, while I do that, you can talk about this part real quick. I do have breaking news, though. Um, for these podcasts. Oh. Okay. Uh, are you going to give us the breaking news now, or are you going to wait? I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you the breaking news now, and um, I'll hang up, and then um, we'll, I'll call back in. Put me back in. All right. Drop it. Good. The breaking news is is that WWE has announced that Bailey will be the cover person on Playboy for the WrestleMania issue. What? What? Shut up, Brian. It's not even April Fools anymore. Yeah, it's not even April Fools anymore. But just think how far it's away we like are from possible. that. It's Brian, like number one, Bailey, number two, WWE and Playboy. Like that, that, that's how, how times no, have changed. There's no print Playboy anymore. Like it, Brian, you're terrible. Wait, oh it's shit, print. there is it. Don't have a, uh, I can't go to the stand, newsstand, and get a Playboy. I think they're still in print. They just don't have new pictures anymore. No, actually, I think they, they changed on that part, too. It's all articles. I think they said for a while. You don't get the fuck out of here. Both. Yeah, I think it's, yeah, I think they don't have, yeah, they're not print. I, I don't know. So, you go to playboy.com, it's just like a lifestyle <laughs> site. <laughs> I mean, because, towards, I you mean, know, you, middle-aged men. I get it. Web 2.0 to me killed classy new pictures. What are those even for? Like, you're probably spending more money. That's all my Instagram is. What are they not new? But, you know. Exactly. Exactly. Why would you pay for it to make a site? Yeah. Because just do on IG. Uh, Yeah, yeah, I think it's either. And and pinpoint it to the very specific types. That you like, you know, that you like, yeah. your shape, your size, your color, your tattoos or not, you know, all that. Yeah, yeah. Every month looking at a Playboy, like this skinny bitch, you don't get the fuck out of here. Wear hips at, wear this, you know, all that. Yeah, so yeah, I got all the hips in the world on IG. Um, thanks a lot. Thanks a lot for playing yeah. along with that joke. Again, I will. Um, Actually, you could talk about this while I call back in, and I appreciate you having me on. Yeah. I'll uh, look forward to talking to you both later. But Cam, again, I appreciate you doing the, the uh, tag team greatest of all time. And did you announce the actual winner? I'm, I, I called in a little bit after you, uh, the show started. Yeah, no, I have, I have not, um, and I don't have to look, so I'm not lying to anybody. Seeing that the Heart Foundation was going to win, um, I'll take a look at the. Uh, at the final, and what we'll probably do, because uh, we're going to have WrestleMania fallout. We may talk about that at some point this weekend, right? Because, like, 
and Rich and I will all be in the same space. And so I'm sure we'll have time to talk about the goings-on of the weekend. So we'll make sure to include the end of that poll um, to kind of talk about that experience. But, yeah, Brian, as far as I know, and you can check it between calling back in uh, for me, but up to the Revolver Foundation and up with so I guess this is as good a, good a time to say that I'm not going to be able to get to Mania, get to New Orleans for Mania. So, um, oh, yeah. Um, oh shit, Sean's been in the chat room all by himself this whole time. So yeah, I mean it all kind of came to a head yesterday. Um, it was a good thing I didn't. It's just the belt shit, just fucking bullshit responsibilities that I got to deal with, and I just can't fuck off in New Orleans for a weekend. So, you know, I, yeah. <laughs> and none of my, uh, n- none of my, uh, reaching out to folks in Central and, you know, Southern Texas, like, hey, you going? I can, you know, work. Um, so, I ain't going to WrestleMania. So, yeah, y'all got to Okay. That's uh, we'll, we'll maybe need to adjust some things, but yeah, let's make sure we talk about that later tonight or early tomorrow because that, that changes some stuff. So, um, but anyway, back to Brian's uh, um, oh, well, we'll wait till he calls back in. In the meantime, we'll go ahead and do one of these non VIP emails. Uh, Craig chimed in. With a non uh, for us two, Cam. Hey guys, hope you're having an awesome show. I uh, usually hate WrestleMania season, but your show and a couple others I listen to have made it a lot of fun this year. Uh, also, there's a lot less masturbatory nostalgia, that's true, compared to normal. Uh, I'm hoping that this becomes a trend. Uh, there's also, or uh, there's so much good young talent on the, on the WWE roster uh, and around the world right now, we don't need old guys to have some awesome shows anymore. All true points, um, Craig. Uh, That having been said, uh, you know that old guys with egos like Triple H and Shane are going to want to go out with a bang at a future WrestleMania. So of all the older guys who still wrestle at Mania, which matches do you think would be the best swan songs for them? Uh, Do you think that will ever happen and when? Uh, Love you guys. Look forward to hearing the show at work. Have fun this weekend and be safe, Cam. No body slamming children this weekend. Uh, your friend, your friend Craig, brunch all week, Kirkendall uh, from Toledo. Uh, yeah, Cam. Brunch all. Body slamming people. Number one, it's only brunch if it's Sunday. The other stuff doesn't count. You're just eating. Yeah, you can't. Yeah. You're just eating a late breakfast. And it's not like Saturday. That's not brunch. You got up late. It's different. Um, and no, nobody's claiming kids. Like, I'm, you know, nobody's claiming adults on the block if they want to. But anyway, um, so Trey, if you go first, kind of processing what old guys are going to do, um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if, like, Undertaker had, like, four swan songs. He had matches that you could have said, oh, that should definitely be the end. Oh, that should be the end. So, I mean, he did kind of give us an out an out by saying, you know, or do you think they'll happen? 
Um, Triple H, again, just the way he's had a match a year, he's had his WrestleMania match every year for the last, you know, three or four years now. Um, And the one year, even in, in 2016, he was in the Rumble and all that stuff and had a pretty active WrestleMania season. There's no, like, Oh, uh, there's not the one match. Who, if he could have this one match with this guy, it'd be like a great swan song, as you called it. The thing is, you've seen these guys wrestle so much. It's 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 really not a. It's nothing that you. I mean, I'd watch it. Sure, if they promoted it right, if it was put a decent story around. Sure, I could go. I could watch. Uh, you know Goldberg versus whatever. I don't know. Pick your, pick your, pick your old guy. But shit, I don't know. You think of think of some? Yeah, I mean, I, I think. If Sting won, that would have like, been a great one. Like, so, Triple H. Yeah, Johnny yeah, Triple H would have been one. Um, you know, with with Undertaker, like it. If people liked Roman Reigns more, like it would have been, like last year, would have been different. But they kind of, he should have, not that he shouldn't have came back, do what you want, but man, as far as if you want that great send off, um, Triple, if, if Undertaker retired after the second Triple H match, then that's great for all of them right there. You know what I mean? Um, Oh, to go out hugging yeah. when they're all on the stage. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then yeah. those guys don't come back. Like, wrestling is just, like, I, I saw Blockers last night and thought Blockers was a, a good movie. And, you know, um, there are two different ways that to use the phrase out of here. Like, one is if we get you out of here, that means, you know, you're 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 done. We're not dealing with you. But if you're out of here, that means that you've transcended the thing that we know you for. Like, to me, John Cena's damn near out of here, you know? So I say that to say I can see John Cena having a legit last match. And, you know, that being it, like, I I can't lie. If the other guy was motivated and John Cena was in practice, John Cena and Randy Orton's last match was being against each other, would be a big deal. But a lot of things have to happen for that to work. You know, like you have to put Orton in the damn hyperbolic chamber for six months uh, so everything can heal up and, he, you know, puts on the type of match that he's capable of. And John Cena has to wrestle every week on the week to make sure you get the best out of John Cena. Like a lot of things have to go in for that to happen. But, um, you know, outside of those guys, I don't really know who's kind of, you know, of age to where that would be it. Like, you can't have the Hardys and Edge and Christian because Edge can't wrestle. And you can't have the Dudleys and the Hardys because even though they were against each other, they're not the mirror images that they were with Edge and Christian. Um, you know, a funhouse mirror, but a mirror still. Um, sure. I don't know, man. Uh, can you... Uh, I feel like Miz is going to wrestle until he's 50, but you can't do Miz and Daniel Bryan against each other. <laughs> that would be great. 
like five years from now, Miz and Daniel Bryan against each other one last match that ends with Miz uh, shaking Daniel Bryan's hand and thanking him for everything. <laughs> you know? Uh, this is a fun exercise. I don't know. I think it ends with Miz how SummerSlam uh, 02 ended with <laughs> Triple H and Michaels in the back with his sledgehammer. Like doing something to Brian's neck, like just yeah. But he yeah. hits him with that that uh, neck breaker combo that is used to do. Oh yeah, and he's out. Of and he takes it off. Appreciate that email, Craig. Before you grab the next one, I do have to go, but um, okay. if you can, um, and I think you might have the picture handy somewhere. If you want to let everybody know kind of the uh, the schedule of events that Rich and I have set just in case they make it out, I'd love to share that um, just so they can have a feel for where they might need to be um, if they want to link up this weekend. No problem. All right, man. I'll catch up with you. Uh, maybe you guys all have a great night. And uh, Cameron Hawkins, co-host of the East Coast cast. <laughs> um, let's... Um... All right, there's Brian. Now let me find this schedule. I don't have it on here. I don't think I downloaded it. Uh, shit. Oh, wait. Oh, I look at it on my phone. If I can look at it here. Oh, fuck, 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 fuck. Oh, shit, yeah, what about Michael's cutting his hair? HBK, what's that about? Like, It's got to be like some kind of like uh, law or something. Like as far as like... Um, You know, when you have a certain look for so long, like, fam, you can't go uh, switching up like that. Okay, is this it? Oh, no. So this is the flyer. I don't think the flyer had necessarily yet. It didn't have the schedule. Well, okay, Friday dinner at Lucy's. Um... And then Rich is going to be at Joey Janela's spring break. And also Friday and Saturday, there's progress that Rich is going to be at. And then Sunday, brunch at Daisy Dukes. Um, So that flyer that I just read off of is on uh, the East Coast Cast fan page. So if you go look at that, you can have... But there was an actual... Schedule, and I'm not going to find it this way. It wasn't a picture. It was a download. Or it was like a Google document. It was like a Google Doc or something. Yeah. Yep. So... 
um, let me get to one of these non-VIP emails, and then we'll go back to the phone lines, talk to Brian again. Uh, Ross uh, says, good evening. I hope you guys are doing well. A couple questions. Uh, what are your predictions for NXT on Saturday? And number two, why does it seem WWE is only capable of having one women's feud per show? And where and where do they often one feud per show? Where do where do they often feud over petty reasons? Example: the fat shaming they've uh, gone to on some occasions. Uh, as always, thanks for your time. Safe travels to New Orleans. And I've already mentioned to Cam, I'll be out your way in a couple of weeks, so hopefully we can meet up at some point. I assume you mean um, out this way in, in Austin, uh, Ross. So, sweet. Um, predictions for NXT, I think... Oh, I, I, I think... Mm, shit, wait, who's the damn tag chick? Oh, okay, so... I don't even have the... Let me see, just so I'm not... Looking like more of the idiot. I've already done. Let's see. Bring up this full card. All right. So we've got five mate, uh, five matches. Uh, I think uh, Almas retains over Black. I don't think he's. Uh, I think you can get. You can keep that feud going. Get some more out of it. I, I'm really not sure with Baszler and Ember Moon. Like, if Ember retains that kind of, you know, two in a row over Shayna, and then if Shayna wins, like, what does she do as champion? Just be a scumbag just as a champion? So I guess Shayna wins, unfortunately. And, um... So how's this tag thing... So the Undisputed Era are the champions. Because in the stipulations it says, triple threat tag match for the NXT Tag Team Championship and Dusty Road Tag Team Classic Trophy. Well, the Undisputed Era aren't even in the damn tournament. They weren't in the tournament. Strong and Dunn and the Authors of Pain were. So I don't understand why not have a final and then have... Why didn't they have a final on TV and have the match? This is weird. So I don't know. I I, I, I assume... I don't know. I don't want to say all of pain win because I think they're coming up. I think they're getting bought up um, to the main roster. So fuck, I guess Strong and Dunn win? And maybe they do an injury? Oh, Fish isn't even... Oh, they got Adam Cole filling in because Fish is... Yeah. Well, shit, they might just keep the titles on Undisputed Era. You know what? Undisputed Era, retain. Since it's not Fish, I thought they were just doing some shenanigans where, uh, okay. And then the uh, North American Championship match. Um, oh, so Adam Cole's pulling double duty. So somebody... Tell me if if that's right, because it's Wikipedia. Maybe somebody made a mistake or or doesn't know. So if Adam Cole is going to be in that ladder match and in the tag match, because I assume they were just going to basically have O'Reilly in there by himself and have Fish just super protected, just have him maybe do one or two things that doesn't involve, like, you know, 
it's hard to say do something that doesn't involve you know needing your knees, but um, but the latter match I'm going to say uh, Ricochet wins. Uh, I think they're going to bring him in, and I think it's going they're setting up something. But I think they're going to set up an immediate feud between him and Velveteen and uh, Gargano and Ciampa. How do I assume? I mean, what the the stipulation? If Gargano wins, he gets back in NXT. I, I I don't like that stipulation because it makes me think Ciampa's going to win. If it was just an unsanctioned match because Ciampa's or because Gargano's still not NXT cleared or not cleared, he hey he lost that loser leaves match. You sorry? You're not in a company. You don't have a contract. But Fine, you can have one more match. It's unsanctioned since you don't work here. It shouldn't be to get back into the company or get back onto the brand. Just have the match. Just have a grudge match. You don't need. I think that stipulation messes with the psychology of that match. Um, fuck. If Gargano wins, and then what? He goes back to NXT? Or does he go, nah, I'm good. I'm going to SmackDown? Or it goes back to NXT for a few weeks, and then it gets called up in the in the you know when the roster shake up. I'm abstaining. I'm abstaining because I hate that stipulation. I didn't know of it, but I hate it. Yeah, I don't like that stip at all. So sorry to bail on your uh, <laughs> on your question, um, uh, Ross. Uh, but anyway, second question was WWE seems inc- only capable of having one women's feud per show. Um, I don't think that's correct. I mean, right now on Raw, you've got you've got the Nia Jax, Mickey J- or Nia Jax, uh, Bliss, Mickey James stuff. You've also got um, Becky and or fuck um, Bailey and and what's her face. And shot and Sasha, so that's two on Raw. And back in when the Bellas were feuding with the Authority and all that stuff, there were four women's feuds going on on Raw alone. I think it was just still one big match of a show, but it was yeah, it was. Uh, it was the, the dancing chicks feuding over Fandango, like Layla and and the uh, and the, and uh, and the one. I don't know. It was the the Bellas doing the stuff with Stephanie. It was whatever was going on with the Divas title, and I'm pretty sure there was one more. They have four four women's angle storylines going on um, uh, simultaneously. So. So yeah, so they've got the two going on on Raw and on SmackDown. They've got whatever the Riot Squad's doing, and also Oscar comes in and out. And I meant to say this with Cam earlier. I don't like Oscar being on. Have keeps showing up on Raw. Like she should be a SmackDown person now. She picked SmackDown. She picked the face Charlotte. Well, you're on SmackDown now. She had the big match with Alexa Bliss. That should have been it. 
She should have had the one match, and they should, that they should have sold it as this is it. Oscar's only going to be able to, you're only going to be able to see her on uh, SmackDown now. But then she shows up, and then she shows up on Raw, and then she shows up on SmackDown. Yeah, petty reasons haven't... I mean, a lot of men's feuds start for petty reasons. I mean, Jericho and... uh, And... uh, And Kane feuded because, you know, Jericho bumped into him and Kane's, you know, spilled hot coffee down his chest or something. So they feuded for like three months after that. (laughs) So... has a non-VIP. We'll get to it in a bit. But let's uh, jump back into the phone lines. Oh, Sean's been in the chat room all by himself. What's he saying? Uh, nothing wrong with Bailey being on a cover. I guess that was Playboy. Hell no, ain't nothing wrong with it, but that ain't happening. Uh, Sean says, what are your feelings on there being another nation of domination? What's your fantasy book and look like with New Day and Mark Henry being a new... Yeah, no, I'm 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 good. HBK had lice. <laughs> HBK hair was holding on by literal threads. Damn. His sewing wasn't hitting no more. Damn. Uh, AOP versus Braun Strowman feud would be so dope. Um, I don't know about that. Kind of make them look like chumps if it takes them two big bastards to, to you know, take out Brock or take out Braun. Um, since this is apparently, uh, you know, call-in service where you get to dictate when and when and how you get brought onto the show, apparently this is Martin's time now. So uh, back with us, not in out of his meeting. Let's uh, let's talk to Marty. Damn, where's my what up button? What, what up, up? Hey, what's up, Trail? Not much. What's happening? Uh, just got out of therapy. <laughs> just got out of what? Therapy. There. Oh, okay. Because I am fucked in the head. <laughs> oh, well, tell us something new. Tell us something we don't know. <laughs> well, hey. Um, tell you something you don't know. Um, I don't keep kosher. Is that something you don't know? Sure. But what, what the hell's on your mind, Marty? What do you got for it? What the fuck is going on? Yeah, I, I, where's Cam anyway? He had to go to work or something. I don't know. I'm getting, that's Cam's business. Damn. Cam, you were free. Cam, you tripping. Should be should be co-hosting with Travis. Uh, no, but you should. I, I, yeah, tell tell that punk ass to get his ass back on on the show. No, but you know, I think it's a. I'm not saying I would like it, but I'm saying it's possible that Carmella cashes in money in the bank and ends off the streak, and you know they use that to somehow get Carmella over. 
to get Carmella no. over somehow, I guess. Fuck to get no. people to Absolutely. hate her and I mean I'm not Why would you I'd leave like why would it. you why would you leave that kind of Oscar money on the table to make to get Carmella of all people over? Like fuck Carmella. She sucks. You gonna I'm you gonna throw away a bag good. of money for like you know, a a, a coin saying, purse? I'm not saying she's gonna Maybe that good. coin Don't purse get can get bigger and, and food. Like no. You know, uh, hey, I I recognize she's no good. I my, I re- I totally recognize she's no good. But hey, you know, Vince has done crazier things before, so it wouldn't, you know, it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, I hope it doesn't happen, but it wouldn't surprise me if you tried something like that. Yeah, I don't know. I think this. The, the, I don't know that she had shine, but any shine that she had is off. Every time I see her wrestle, it's, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, she's not good. Yeah, yeah she's, she, I mean, put it this way, when she was with, uh, what was that guy's name? Ellsworth. Ellsworth. When she was with Ellsworth, Ellsworth was the star of that duo. New tag team so. champion, James Ellsworth. By the way. Yes. Apparently, new tag team champion. Yeah, <laughs> and Gilbert, ACW Pro, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, wow. hey, you, you want an odd couple, you know, there you go. You got an odd couple. Yeah, but uh, odd couples are usually one guy's the straight man and one's a goofball, or they're very different. These two are just uh, weird looking, shriveled up goofballs. <laughs> There's nothing. They're they're both odd. So if that's what you mean, sure. Well, maybe there's a new, maybe there's a new oddity. Yeah, maybe. Could it be? I don't know. But uh, oh, and uh, a possible prediction for who um, Strowman's tag partner could be. Maybe it could be Ray Mysterio. I thought he was hurt. Chance of that? Um, I I think I heard he was hurt a while back, but I thought he was better. Oh, wait a second! You know what? I, 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 I'm looking at because NXT is coming on. Maybe the champion, the the, the the Dusty Classic Finals is tonight. And on the Wikipedia, they were showing. They were. Yeah, triple threat tag match for the NXT Tag Team Champions and Dusty Road. Oh. Oh, unless they oh they may have, they might have already looked at spoilers and know what's going to happen. So, shit, I don't know. But as far as uh, Braun's partner, somebody mentioned Lars Sullivan, and now I can't stop thinking about you know Lars and uh, you know freaking Strowman wrecking shop for the next forever until they just decided now nah, we're good. We don't want to be tag champs anymore. I mean, they just wouldn't be unstoppable. Like seriously. Yeah, I mean uh, that that would. I mean, they could. Uh, you know what they could do? They could uh, 
make them as a tag team, switch them over to SmackDown, and have them feud with the with the uh, Bludgeon Brothers. Yeah, I mean, I guess. Don't you want to see good matches though? You think there would be good matches? I mean, Harper. I, I like. I think Harper can wrestle. I don't. I don't think. Uh, yeah, no, I he's don't good. Think Ro- Rowan, I don't think Rowan. I just think good, off but. just the four of them together in a feud. It's just I don't know how exciting that that is. Well, like I mean, maybe eventually, like if they just beat the crap out of everybody, and then it was like, oh, can what can you do against these, you know, Bludgeon Brothers who have become dominant on SmackDown, but th- that's a lot of planning and stuff that they don't do t- uh, yeah, uh, typically, yeah. definitely don't do for, for tag teams, so. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and, and, and let's face it, tag team picking in WWE right now are very slim. Tag teams what? Tag team pickings are very slim right now in WWE. Yeah. Yeah, no, they are, for sure. I mean, if you had the Hardys, maybe, but, you know, Jeff went off and, you know, got himself drunk, so. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so what are you going to do with that? And what other other good tag teams are there? I mean, New Day's entertaining, but... mm -hmm. Um, I... I never cared about the Usos. Um, Chad How do you say it? I just... Like, you want to see the Bludgeon Brothers, but you don't care about the Usos? That's fucking absurd. Uh, Usos never did it for me. I don't know why. <laughs> I, I guess. Like, clearly. But... Yeah, I... Yeah. I'm glad Cam ain't on to hear that. <laughs> hey Cam, I don't care for the Usos. Put that in your put that in your uh, bagpipe and smoke it. <laughs> uh, I mean, I I I like Cesaro and Sheamus, but you know. Um, is there anyone else? <laughs> is there, are there any other tags? <laughs> Not really. Like you yeah, said, I... Pickens are slim. So. <laughs> Shit, I can't think of any. Yeah. So, That's all right. Damn. I'm going to, on that note, move on to another caller. See if they can think of something. Oh, oh so, so you're going to need me, huh? Yep. Get the hell out of here. Okay, you bastards. <laughs> Marty from Chicago, everybody. Uh, let's talk to let's go, let's go back to Brian. See what's on his mind. Uh, Brian, yeah, what what's up? happening? Hey, Trav. Um, yeah, I, I just tweeted you that there's some kind of spoiler out there about, and I kind of forgot about until you just mentioned about the ending of this match, uh, strong and um, and done versus. Um, well, it's it, it's opening the show. Right. So, if, if I didn't, if I didn't think of it, if you hadn't said it, I'd, if you hadn't said it on, uh, if I hadn't said saw the tweet, I would have gone, wait, something's going to happen in this match that they need the rest of the show to either figure things out or to mm-hmm. to, to 
draw out the drama or whatever. So we'll see. Um, and yeah, you and then you also said Naomi versus Cameron was the other feud. Was the fourth women's feud I couldn't think of. So yeah, four damn women's feud that got significant time. I mean, if you remember when that, whenever that was, twenty fifteen or, or, or around that time, it was. Uh, yeah, they were getting a ton of time. There was a woman segment, a significant woman segment on like every half hour on Raw. I remember you talked about it when uh, when all that was going down. We were talking about it. Yeah, because it definitely was uh, it was something to to talk about. I mean, four major. I mean, say what you want about um, uh, Layla versus um, whoever Summer Ray. I can't think of her. Summer, Summer Ray. Ray. Yeah, Summer Rae, say what you want about that feud, but it was still a feud that got time. Fandango was still over. They were still, you know, into him and giving him time. So, yeah, and then Stephanie was involved with the, with the Bellas. and Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, But anyway, what else you got? What's on your mind? Um, I'm going to talk about two, uh, at least two things that are topical. So and I uh, again I missed part of the introduction. So I'm not sure if you um you and Cam talked about it. But today being the 50 year anniversary of uh, Martin Luther King Jr. assassination. I um I talked to my mom before I called in earlier and asked her what was she doing um when that happened. So yeah. uh you know age-wise I was, you know, Does she uh, remember? Uh, she doesn't remember exactly where she was when she heard about it. She says she remember, of course, being really upset about it, and she remembers going to my my dad's mom. So my grandma's my grandma was in the hospital that day when it happened. So they went to visit her. I'm not sure where my sister and I were when all this was going on. Um, I was, were you, again, you I was, were alive in '68? I was an infant. Yeah, I was an infant then. Okay. And my sister was three years old then. So um, okay. I'm not sure where we were, but I know she said my. Her, my, uh, my mom and my dad went to go visit my grandmother in the hospital. She says she remembers that happening that day. She doesn't remember exactly where she was, though, uh, when the assassination happened. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was, you know, she, I think she was, when I was asking her about it, she was, I think she was a little upset about herself because, you know, she's like, how come I just can't remember what it was? She just says she just remembers yeah. the feeling about it. And um, so that's um, and I have a friend of mine who. To be um, fair to her, it was 50 years ago, so. Yeah. <laughs> you know who's gonna you know in 50 years am I gonna remember where I was? And I I have a pretty good memory when it comes to things. So I remember you know what was I yeah. doing when um you know when I heard about the the, um, the twin towers of 9/11 or not where was I on 9/11? Right. Um. So another thing that's uh, topical, and this is uh, I know how you, I kind of think I know how you're gonna answer it, but I'll go ahead and ask anyway about. So um, we had a, for the first time they said in several years, a woman who's uh, who did a mass shooting yesterday. And the, the question I want to ask you about, though, is that what is your feeling about them showing the picture or, and, show, and, and, and having her name or a name being out there, the name of the, the, um, the criminal or the murderer? You know, I don't think she, the guy who she shot is, who died, but she definitely shot people. What's your opinion of, of, of like news report, news reports actually publishing her name or having her picture out there? Well, or anybody's picture. I mean, yeah, it's what we go through. It's it's one of the journalistic kind of things that we've gone through in the last twenty twenty five years dealing with a lot of this shit. 
and the precedent has been set and affirmed and 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 codified in all those types of words that you immediately say who they are, show a picture of them. I mean, remember Rolling Stone put the sexy picture of the the, the of um the Sarnayev brother, handsome bastard. On and he looked all good and it was like, Wow, they're fucking making him look like a you know, rock star on the cover. Like what the fuck uh uh Rolling Stone? Um so there's always there's always a uh, a line that that media, especially and especially these days, because it's profit, you know, all profit driven. They're not loss leaders anymore. Newsrooms aren't there to give just give the news. Like no, they gotta give, they gotta draw, they gotta bring in ratings. So they're going to talk about. They're going to show car crashes. They're going to show. Splash the name in the picture if it's out, and if every other outlets are showing it, they don't want you know if ABC showing it or if if, if MSNBC showing it, CNN don't want to be like don't want people to tune in that are wanting to see who this person is and know who they are. And I'm not sure if it's like why shouldn't we know who the bitch is, you know, or whoever the fuck you know scumbag murderer is. Like, shouldn't we know who it is? Like, yeah, you know, like. Why that? Like when is like why is that controversial? Like why? Like since when do we not say? Oh, we found out the person who did this. It's this person, and here's what they look like. And then people mm-hmm. go, Oh shit, that's my, my my neighbor, my cousin, my fifth grade teacher, whatever. And people come out and they get interviewed. Oh, he was so quiet and blah blah blah. I don't know why. I didn't spend a lot of time. I didn't see. I didn't. I don't know what the hell I was doing yesterday when it broke when the story broke, but I didn't uh didn't see a lot of the coverage. But I can't imagine it was any worse, good, different, out of pocket you know, than any other, you know, active shooter or big time, you know, criminal thing happens. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I know. But I love how immediately, like going in a different direction from the media stuff. Immediately, it's like, oh, it's not getting covered because it doesn't fit your narrative. And you know, it was a female Muslim vegan, and it happened in a gun-free zone, and so nobody's going to want to talk about it. Like, that's bullshit. <laughs> like people either don't want to talk about it because they don't fucking want another fucking shooter. Or they talk about it like they talk about anything else because if it bleeds, it leads. Like, nobody's going, oh, we can't talk about this salacious story that might draw us a bunch of ratings because it doesn't fit our political or ideology, ideological narrative. They're like, fuck no, here's the splash, splash, here's the blood, here's the gore, here's the care that she was, that it's a woman. If anything, it's like, holy shit, it's a woman. And she's, I assume she, they said Muslim, so it doesn't mean she's a brown lady, but I just assume. And I don't even know if that's the case. I just saw one bullshit thumbnail. Who knows if she's, and that was a guy being snarky, saying Muslim, vegan, blah, blah, blah. He might have just been been being extra scummy. Mm -hmm. But he might have been telling the truth. Like, that was the point of his joke to, to, you know, so I took him at his. But again, I haven't seen a ton of, uh, a ton of coverage, so. Right. I don't know how it's been right. 
being covered or not being covered. Well, yeah, I heard um, one of the news they said, we know we're not going to use her name because we don't want to give her any more press. Um, Fuck out of here. Please. Mm-hmm. Then that does make you go, wait a second, maybe the left-wing media, which is there, that's not a thing. Uh, or not, I'm sorry, the liberal media, because that's, that's not a real thing. Uh, they don't exist. Uh, liberal media wouldn't have 800 fucking drug company commercials, and they wouldn't do propaganda for BP oil and shit if they're so liberal. And the Tesla car wouldn't win Motor Train Car of the Year, and then they don't talk about it. So when people talk about liberal media, that's not a thing. It's corporate media just like the rest of them. They worried about their commercials and their bottom line and all that shit. They don't give a fuck. Um, but it kind of makes you go, is there something to this? If they're not talking about it, oh, they, all of a sudden they don't want to give give the name. Is it because she's a woman? Is it because she doesn't, like the dude said in his post, doesn't fit the ideological narrative of, you know, white male shooter, Christian, obsessed with guns, right wing kind of. Because that's typically what you know these situations are. But so yeah, the no, fact that you got a different one, it would you would think they'd be like, "Oh shit, look at this show, tune in." But who knows? I know they're saying the same thing about uh, the same news channels. Why said the same thing about the, uh, the 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 kid the kid in Florida who uh, who shot the school up? They're talking about. Um, they said the same thing about him. They said the same thing about not wanting to give his name and all that kind of shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, hey, it's if they're, you know, consistency is is key. So, hey, so I just wanted to look like you can find yeah. out that kind of shit in the click of a button. Yeah. Mhm. Go to the next source. Hey, I don't have anything else, but if you want to, I can hang on and um, I can hang on and um, until Rich comes on or something like that, and we can, you know, take some more phone calls. I can uh, comment if you need me to. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Hang in there. Um. <laughs> Let's uh, let's go back to Mike. Hopefully he's uh, connected and can hear us. Uh, Mike, you with us? What up? Yes, I am. Yes, I am. I'm, I'm in the building. Definitely, Trav, Brian. What's going on, fellas? Not too much. Hey, mind. Mike. Uh, nice to talk to you. First time actually we've talked before. Yeah, very, very first. Very, very good to talk to you. First See, time. Actually, Actually, uh, I have a non-wrestling question, and I don't know a lot about anything. Um, so, but this is an old school question because I um, and I don't have Netflix. So I ask this question as well, Mike. But did you? Uh, what did you have any comments at all about that Roxanne Roxanne document? Uh, maybe not documentary, but maybe the movie that came on. Uh, oh, Netflix. phenomenal! Phenomenal, Travis. You haven't gotten a chance to see it. Phenomenal. And I uh, like to coincide with that. I have watched the uh, Breakfast Club interview that she had there with uh, Charlemagne the God and. Uh, Envy, and she had the you know the girl that actually portrayed her in the movie. Hmm. I thought it was dope. I thought it was dope. So when you know if you haven't seen it, check it out, get a chance. Like you know, watch it, Richard. Listening, you know, can y'all listening? Everybody will y'all. It's history, man. Like she was the first female, like you know, really doing it, and she was doing it at a young age. She was only fourteen, fifteen years old. You know what she was doing. Like she set the tone. Like, like if if it wasn't for her, like opening that door, there would be no salt and pepper. 
There will be no Latifahs, no Little Kims, no Foxies, no Nicki Minaj's, no Barty B's, none, none of that. None of that. Um, so, like, so again, I'll, I'll, I'll date myself. I'm not sure how old you, you two gentlemen were when, um, when first, you know, of course, there was UTFO song, who, who did Roxanne, Roxanne. And I was, right. you know, a teenager when that went on. Actually, I was in high school. And I remember when uh, Roxanne, uh, Roxanne's Revenge came out, and there was this girl who had a locker close to mine. And she knew the whole song, and we, she used to sing it down the hall, and we used to all clap, clap, uh, clap back and forth with it. But the thing about that, and, you know, of course, rap is, of course, of course uh, you know, um, dramatically changed, nuclear changed from the way it was back then in, eight, in um, 84, 85, when all that right. came out. But, man, there were so many answer songs back for that one Roxanne, Roxanne. They had Roxanne's uh, doctor, Roxanne's uncle, Roxanne's a man. They had all these kind of clapback songs for that one song and that one beat. Absolutely. Absolutely. And she actually spoke on it. Like one of her actual, you know, supposedly opponents, it was a good friend of hers. And they actually went on. That's how they went on tour. You know, as you saw in the movie, uh, Brian, like, like you said, undoubtedly, it was about maybe they say up to maybe about 70 to 100 diss songs after that. You had about two or three real rock fans that came after that, but it was like just everything about her, like her swag, everything. Like she had a, you know, the old, you know, the old school two door limo, you know, <laughs> mini stretch limo with the white mink on in the video at the end. Like it was just, you know, it was like just good to see, and they didn't really, you know, shy away from, you know, real events, and they had a young. Nasir Jones in the video, you know, kid portraying Nas, and she told him, shorty, because he told her he could rap. And she said, all right, so spit something for me. He ain't having shit together. And she told him, shorty, next time you don't, you know what I mean, next time I see you, you better have your rap memorized or I'm going to fuck you up. And at the end of the movie, she saw him. This was like maybe like a year, year and a half, year or two later, he had grown up, and she was like, shorty, you got your rap together, and what's your, you know, what's your rap name? He said, nah, so he just, you know, went on, started spitting for him. She, you know, she felt it, and she was like, all right, shorty, take your ass to school. That's how, you know, how the movie went on. It was, it was cool. Nice. Thanks, Mike. Yeah, it was cool. It was cool. It was cool. Yeah, but, um, you know, back to this ginormous fucking weekend that we had, fellas. Um. Mm-hmm. Do y'all think this, you know, first, I, I want to start with this. Do y'all, first, do y'all think this should be, like, the last time or last, you know, mania weekend that they have a marathon show like this for seven hours? I mean, it should be. <laughs> don't mean it will be. Like, what makes you think that they're going to, Cut back anytime soon. Like it's only gotten bigger every year, longer every year. Pause. So I don't, I don't. Yeah. And to me, I always think it's going to be sudden. I think it's stretching to like, you know, the eight hour, the eight hour mode. I think it'll go well, over seven. Let's see, we've got they're going to be two hour a two hour pre show that'll probably have both battle royals. And the Cruiserweight title match, for sure. Yeah, they already um, announced that. Right. And the main show is going to have ten matches. 
13. Wait, I thought it was 13 total could, and then three are going to be on yeah, the main show. Yeah, you could be. Yeah, you could be right. Yeah, so I think you 13 total. So 10 are going to be on the main show. I think you can do all that in six hours. You're not going to need eight hours, Mike. Oh, you're saying eight hours total. I think you can do yeah. all that in in four, four and a half hours of a main show. You can do ten matches. I mean, remember, WrestleManias used to be like WrestleManias in the eighties. That WrestleMania four card, the tournament, was like thirteen matches on that show. I mean, the difference was the matches all went like six to eight minutes, you know, six to nine minutes, or, or something like that. But still. You can have a four-and-a-half-hour show and fit all ten, ten of those matches in nicely, but it's a matter of, oh, are we going to have 15, 20 minutes carved out for some, you know, scumbag fucking, uh, you know, is, is, is Flo Rider going to fucking rap? You know, is, is Machine Gun fucking asshole going to come out and do some bullshit? That, you know, they're going to, yeah, that kind of shit. So how much I mean, fluff and filler and corporate bullshit are they going to have? I, I think you have. I don't want to hear Kid Rock saying he. You know that's going to happen. Kid Rock has a has the theme song, so and he's there, so he's going to sing. So that's seven eight minutes you got to set aside for him. But everything else should just be bang 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 matches 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 for four fucking hours. And I think Kid Rock brings take a back up. What do you guys think on that? I think it would be like a cross between the dead man and the um, American badass game. like sort of like a hybrid game. You think Undertaker's uh, coming out? Yeah. I don't know, Mike. Don't Undertaker know. show up but don't wrestle? People are going to be like, what the fuck? I mean, to me, I think they built it like too, for too much of a crescendo for it to be you know, a letdown for him not to appear or him not to come out. I thought that was John Cena's retirement, and I thought, oh shit, they built us, they built all this, they did all that shit for the Undertaker just so John Cena could go, I'm done then, like no, and he can, but they didn't go that far. Yeah, I think he'll come out though, to some, you know, to some effect, and I think they're trying to throw us off. I think they're gonna have that whole. Rock, Elias, Jeff Jarrett concert that they were planning to do. So I'm thinking, and somebody else said this, Mike and Trav, but I'm thinking that Undertaker comes down to the ring, uh, you know, and then Cena comes down to the ring. They have some kind of stare off, and let's say like the revival, they come out, and Cena and uh, Taker toss them out, so the, and then they end up, you know, raising so each other. So there's Cena no match. And Rock. At, Ma- at Mania, when Cena had the, t- the bicep, and the Wyatt family was going to like beat the Rock up, and Cena came out. So it's basically that. So, unfortunately, but so the the, the question is going to be how long is it going to take Taker to get down to the ring? You know, if he's if he's yeah. an Undertaker, Taker. You know, we're talking about what twenty minutes, twenty five minutes. <laughs> yeah, about where I at. Yeah, that sounds about well, right. We haven't seen. New Orleans isn't a giant ramp, but, you know, they had Mark Henry and Big Show for that one Royal Rumble or something. They had them come down in those little little carts and shit. So, you know. 
And then if you notice, like, for the past couple manias, they've been planting, you know, him, like, in the middle of the rant, like, where he has, like, some sort of elevator that comes up. Uh, as opposed to walking fully down, the, you know, down the whole ramp. Yeah. Yeah, it's like yeah. The, the past couple manias I've noticed. They've been planting, like, in the middle. Because that probably will take up too much time. But, I mean... The match that I think that's, you know, like the sleeper. I mean, people, you know, saying it's good, will be good, but I think that's going to be the sleeper is the the IC title match. Yeah, especially after what we got on Monday. Well, yeah. I mean, I expect... I mean, I'm not expecting him to, you know to go to New Japan levels or anything like that, but I think we'll see, you know, on his game is as well. Like, to oh, yeah. I, I think, you know, Ballin and Seth, they'll craft the match, but I think Miz will, hold, you know, do good and hold his own in there. Miz will hold his end athletically and timing-wise and stuff, but Miz will be what he has been the last, you know, eight years since he's been, like, right. in the at the top or near the top of the card. He'll be good. He'll be a solid, mm-hmm. a solid hand being carried by two all stars. Right, and, and it's more than most at. people could say. You can't put anybody in a match with Balor and Rollins and say, "Hey, go have a WrestleMania quality match," and and don't make people think about it. Like where you're not going. Like if the, if that match is phenomenal, nobody's going to say, in spite of Miz. Nobody's going to say, wow, what a great match. I can't believe they pulled that out of Miz. I'm like, no. We'll be like, oh, no, what a great match. No no qualifiers needed. You know, but, yeah. I mean, that's just how Miz is. Like, you don't expect him to be, uh, you don't expect him to be bad, but you certainly don't expect him to, to carry shit. But you don't expect him, you're not surprised when he's in, like, a stellar match either. All right. He's, he's just good. I mean, and is it just me, fellas, or does the, the North American title look like the Attitude Era IP title? Hmm. Interesting. Oh, yeah, good. Yeah, Triple H did an unveiling. You know, he did an unveiling video for it yesterday. Oh, and yeah. it looks like it. it looks like the you know the '98 to 2010 IP title to me. What I noticed about that video was Triple H was dark as fuck. Yeah. Hogan level. Damn. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Hogan level, right? I mean, at least it was, he like, good. It wasn't orange. You know, he was brown. He's darker than me. Like, what's going on, Triple H? Like, how exactly. is this, like, like why are I mean, just white people, man? It's just so weird. Like, like why? I'm not weird. I get why they, you know. He almost looked like. He almost looked like one of the Jersey Shore kids. How much he was standing. But he's yeah, he's and just with that bald head, you know, now with the shaved head, it's just even more pronounced because his head. You get to see, you know, he's not blonde up top anymore. So (laughs) just black as shit. Like damn. Like Charles uh, Paul Mooney said. So Mike and uh, Trav, I'm looking at the North American belt now and. The old IC old IC belt. I mean, I, you said Attitude Era um, belt. My, yeah, the like the round title. 
Yeah, actually, it was more. Yeah, that one, the I the I C belt back then was like more ovalish. But this is yeah. Uh, this is more round. This is round. This is round. I should say it's more round. This is round. So, so far, like, like come to, yeah, come to think of it, and you probably you don't know have knowledge of it because you probably seen this in real time. It kind of sort of looks like between the IC title and the old Mid South North American title that they used to have. Right. Right. So like the bigger version that they had, you know, like that Magnum and all those guys. Mm-hmm. It kind of looks like, you know, sort of like a throwback to that. I mean, but like I said, like this has been like the first Mania, and we talked about, you know, quite a few of them over the, you know, couple past couple years. But this has been the one I've been like, like most stoked about, like the whole weekend, like because you like up and down. Not even only to them, you got ROH with that, you know, the car that they got. It's like it's just crazy. So Mike, did you uh did it make you more excited when when it was announced that Daniel uh Brian um Daniel Bryan, I'm sorry, when it was announced that he does have a match. That even ratcheted up even more for you? Absolutely. That was to me that was like that was the icing on the cake right there. Yeah. I wouldn't that be surprised that literally like sold out to play. Like just say if they were like absolutely trash. They made know, that like, announcement yeah, today. Not like, to cut you off. Four thousand tickets left, and you know we got to. We don't want these empty seats. We want to be able to say, you know, seventy, whatever, whatever thousand. We don't want to have to be like sixty-eight thousand. We want it to be seventy-one, seventy-two. And then that Brian thing gets announced. I would not be surprised if within eight hours those tickets were all snatched up. Like people were like, you know what? I was on the fence. Now, you know, I, I gotta go. I gotta be in that building. And with that being said, like to some degree, I mean they have a tailor made uh dreams you know, sequence story ready for WrestleMania. This guy comes back first year, next year wins the Royal Rumble, goes to WrestleMania. Boom, AJ Styles is waiting for him because looking at it in hindsight from last night, I don't think Shinsuke's gonna win. Hmm. I don't either. I've been saying that. I don't think he's gonna he win. Got- Seventy percent of the vote, and that been the poll he did. I was just like, hmm. so my, like in my opinion, and and I don't think I don't know if you guys see this. Maybe y'all might agree. Maybe y'all won't. But I see them like um pushing AJ to break Punk's record. Hmm. As the longest reigning modern champ. I can yeah. see that. I could too, I, and I'd be and I'd be here for it. Mm-hmm. I think that's that you know that's a possible scenario, and um, you know like just to get you know a little glimpse like what do these guys think lands who you know with the you know proposed superstar shakeup and also you know with more and more talks of you know the UFC and Fox. You know, Dale falling apart. Like, do y'all see, you know, um, Raw going what on? What deal's falling apart? I missed it. USC and Fox. I heard it's not going too well. Like, to renew with, uh, for USC to renew yeah. with Fox? I mean, yeah, I it's you. not going too well. I mean, it's not going too well. So, where do, where do y'all see that going? I mean, if that's the case, it bodes well for 
WWE getting a big money offer from Fox for for Raw and SmackDown and or SmackDown. Yeah, I mean, I think so, that has a definite possibility. I just don't, I just don't know if I see, like the the for 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 WWE, the best bet would be on be on Fox, the Fox broadcast Fox. But I don't, I don't know. I don't know if Fox is willing to guarantee they lose every Monday. They're not winning any Monday because if they're going up against like Big Bang Theory or anything on CBS, for real, for real, I don't give a fuck what you t- what it is. NCIS, Numbers, Scorpion, all them shows do double what the best Fox show does. Maybe not right. double, but you know, yeah, definitely outdraws the best Fox show. Right. And if you put Raw on there, even if they even if they have drawn four million v- viewers. Consistently every week, you're, you know, you beat CW, and that's about it. And depending on what NBC has on Monday, if it's like Ninja Warrior or some shit, you might be, you know. But I think if they do go to Fox, it's going to be the Raw's going to end SmackDown, are both going to be on FS1. I don't think they're going to get a broadcast. Uh, a broadcast raw, especially not SmackDown, because if you put, I mean, they take it, and I take the deal too. If, if they were like, "Hey, we want to put Raw on Fox, and we're going to put SmackDown on FS1," if I'm Vince, I go deal. You know, especially if you're getting, you know, a couple hundred million dollars for it too. Um, exactly. But all, but if they say, "Well, we want Raw and SmackDown and SmackDown both on FS1." Monday back to back nights like it's been eight to ten or eight to eleven if you want to keep raw three hours. So, like I was hype about the Fox thing, like oh, but it's just like I just don't see them putting that. I don't see <laughs> them being on broadcast. I just don't. So what you think is going to go to FS1? Because from what yeah. you know, if the if, proposed if, if they go, the offer is going to be to be on FS1. I wouldn't take it. $250 million. That would be a ton of money. I wouldn't take it, though. I would stay I'd stay on USA. I wouldn't go to, go to FS1. Yeah, yeah I would no, stay I wouldn't want to eat. I would stay on USA. Yeah. Wasn't FS1, like, one of the first channels that uh, TNA was on, like, in the afternoon from about 3 to 4 o'clock? Well, that was back in, yeah, the original, like, Fox Sports. They weren't even right. FS, It was just Fox Sports. It wasn't Fox Sports 1 because there was no Fox Sports 2 yet, so... Uh, that was like the best damn sports show and all that shit was on Fox Sports. <laughs> Fucking yeah. bullshit at West Coast games at like midnight, like football <laughs> games. Like, man, we don't take y'all Utah fucking Mac 10 games somewhere else. <laughs> but hey, yeah, wait that's what, yeah. Huh? I said, hey, wait a minute, talking bad about the West Coast. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, no, I'll take that West Coast <laughs> shit somewhere else. Somebody, nah. <laughs> Y'all in the past. <laughs> you remember when uh, TNA also had like a like, timer? Wait, what was on TV live a few weeks ago? And Autumn was like, "It hasn't even." Oh, it was the Stormy Daniels interview. <laughs> and she's like, "It hasn't even aired yet." It's like, sucks to be you. <laughs> I'm gonna talk about it. I'm gonna blow the shit out of it. 
That was back when TNA had those. Um, they had like what all matches be like in the 15 minutes, and if it ended in the 15 minutes, they had like a judges who would call it. That was going on back in those. They did have this right. The Fox Sports. They did have the timer, the countdown clock, or the the match. Nine forty. Nine forty. I don't remember if that was the judge stuff, but you would think, yeah. I don't remember a ton of the matches going to a draw or anything, but, yeah, so. All right, Mike. Good stuff, man. All right, fellas. Take care. Hey, Mike, have a real good night. Always good talking to you. All right. Let's, um. Hey, Trav, really quick. You mentioned um, um, WrestleMania four. I pulled it up, and there were 16 matches on WrestleMania four. However, I was However, oh all under three hours. You know that show however, didn't go over three hours? That's what I'm going to say, however. Um, oh, however, uh, Out of those tournament matches, none of them went over ten minutes. Well, that, with the yeah. exception of uh, Jake Roberts and Rick Rude, they had like a, a draw, a time limit draw was 15 minutes. The rest of these matches were okay. uh, four minutes, I'm sorry, five minutes, five minutes, ten minutes, five minutes, six <sighs> minutes, stuff like that. Six matches. Oh my god. No wonder it's one of the worst WrestleMania. Oh shit, Lacey Evans. Giving an interview. And while we were on, uh, I was kind of watching the background. Um, they used to have a recap of um, Johnny Gargano and uh, Tommaso Ciampa. Too. Hmm, I didn't look at that though. They need to pick a. They need to pick something with her though, and go with it, right? Because she was. Patriot at one point. She's a lady now. Uh. Look at that finger. Oh, my God. Wait. She's calling people out. Yo, she is calling everybody out. She called her a pathetic pirate princess. Oh, Dakota Kai. Kitty cat Dakota Kai. She didn't even acknowledge, she didn't even have nothing like a little sentence to say. She just gave the look like the, eh, a be gone peasant, hand wave, like next. Oh, I must be like a minute behind you because Regal just came on the screen right now. Yeah, Regal. No, you're ahead of me. Or maybe we're right on time. I don't know. But wow, okay. that was good, man. Lacey Evans never, uh, never. I mean, she's like aesthetically pleasing. Hell yeah. But she never, like, she wrestles fine. And the pinup thing and the military background, it never, like, meshed. But now yeah. she's going a whole debutante. She had her glo- black lace gloves on. She said, opportunities keep going to psychos and trash. <laughs> Regal keeps inviting trash to walk around. Wow. So she's just going to be the uppity, hoity-toity. Uh... I mean, NXT women's division could use some, uh, an infusion of class. 
<laughs> Draco mm-hmm. texted me like three weeks ago, like, do you get like an Aryan uh, supremacist vibe from <laughs> from uh, Lacey Evans? And I was like, yeah. oh, you know, she's tall and blonde. You know, it's kind of kind of it. But huh, all right, all right. Um, yeah, yeah. Juan chimes in for with an email. Um, he says, I was wondering your thoughts on the Bliss uh, Nia, Nia feud. I can't believe Mickey is okay with calling someone's weight, uh, extra weight, blubber. Piggy James wasn't all that long ago. My 10-year-old daughter is a little overweight and a bit sensitive if anyone calls her fat. So I fast-forward through the last part of the segment Monday. It just seems a bit tone-deaf, and Nia kind of has to win, right? Uh, also, what the fuck was with brain the brain Strowman bit? I like him, but for fuck's sake, that was stupid. Uh, lastly, do you guys know when WWE started letting quote unquote indie guys use their names when entering NXT? Thanks, uh, guys. Enjoy your mania weekends. Well, last part first. It's it's been kind of uh, you know in the last like. You know, three, four years, more guys than not get to keep their name. Or at least a good amount of guys. Like, you know, you'll get yeah. Rockstar Spud who comes in with the with the name change. Mainly because Rockstar Spud's not really a good good name. Um, it I think we look at it because we just knew him as, you know, for the last five years, so we just got used mm-hmm. to it. Like Dolph Ziggler, when he, when he first came out, I was like, "This is the dumbest fucking name ever. I'll never get used to it." Now, ten we years all later, them. it's just yeah, yeah. But now it's just you're just used to it. So, but with guys like EC3 and you know Alistair Black, I'm looking at him. He had the name change, so because again, it's for good reasons because Tommy N isn't like a great name. What was um? Is it what was um? Orny Lorcan was it Biff Biff Busick or something something like that? That sounds familiar. I don't know if that's yeah. him, but Biff Busick definitely was a guy. If if that was okay. Orny Lorcan, okay. Then that that makes that's yeah. But you remember Chad? Yeah, Adam Cole, keep... Kyler Wright, the whole undisputed era gets to keep, got to keep their name. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we had the huge Almas signing. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Trap. When we had the huge si- signing with um, Hideo Tommy. Finn and Kevin, they all had, you know, name changes. And and the part I liked about yeah. it, you know, they at least came out and said, hey, the reason why I'm doing it is because of blank, 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 blank. So they were, they were right. introduced with their, with their original names, and then they at least explained why they yeah. changed it. And even, even, even some guys get to wrestle under there before they get their name changed. At least they get to come on TV and wrestle once or twice as their former mm-hmm. former name. But I think, yeah, it's just one of those – it's just one of those things. Do you have a marketable name? Like, I don't understand why Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, and Kyle O'Reilly, and excuse me, Fish got to keep their names, but like, you know, Ember Moon, I think probably is a better name than Athena, considering what they're trying to go for with her gimmick. They haven't fleshed it out, and they, you know, but Ember Moon definitely is better than Athena considering, you know, she's the werewolf cosplay. I don't even know what she is. 
for real, for real. But I think Ember Moon's better. Shayna Baszler, you know, gets to keep her real name. Um, yeah, it's just one of those things. Mm-hmm. It's, it's one of those things where guys and, and girls either make a case or the company goes, no, this is a good enough, your name fits. We don't want to change that. But in the last, you know, few years, I think all the names have been good changes. Like yeah, like I said, Tommy N isn't a great name. Athena isn't a great name. Mm-hmm. So. And... Yeah, and I don't know. I... If if you got a kid that's overweight, like you know, well, I guess this is your your question was, and I has got to win, right? So if you're not confident, you know, imagine if you're, <laughs> imagine like having your kid like watch that Booker T feud, like oh yeah, I'm a, you know he's going to win and get his in the end, and then Triple H loses or wins and Booker T loses at Mania 19. It's like, damn, now my kid's extra crushed. So, you know, that's a obviously a, a, a personal, you know, parenting kind of uh, thing you have to, and you made your choice to, to fast forward, not 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 have her possibly, I don't want to say be triggered. It sounds like you know that's gotten so uh, <laughs> demonized that. You know, but that's a real thing. You know, I, I, like I get the decision to go. Nope, nope, nope. No, we're not gonna. Yeah. But if you if you have confidence that the, that the angle's gonna play out and the good guy's gonna win in the end, should the message should be, yeah, look at this big girl that didn't let being called, you know, mean and nasty things and embarrassed publicly stand in her way. You know, she she. Shed her a little tear, and then she went and kicked some ass. You know, Trev, I, I can't remember. I remember not being as satisfied at the end of the uh, Mickey James uh, Mean Girls feud. I, me- I know she got her, uh, those two got their comeuppance, but I remember there was something about it I just didn't, I wasn't like totally satisfied. Because I can't remember exactly when you the reason spend why. three months doing stuff and coming up with skits and video packages and Gimmicks on the Titan Tron and shit, and, and and pig noses, and then you for three months, and then you get to pin them one two three like, oh, it's just not the same. Mm-hmm. Especially because it's wrestling. Like you didn't really like if that was a boxer going out there talking all that shit, and then he went and got his ass whooped. You, you feel satisfied that after three months of talking all that shit, look at his eye, look at his busted up sideways crooked nose, you know, whatever, whatever. Look at this footage. I can run back and forth, over and over him again, stretched. And wrestling is just, you know, it was clearly let's get our sh- our rocks off. And let's get our scumbag rocks off. But at the in the end, we gotta pay lip service. We can't, you know. So I think that's probably what it was. Brian was this doesn't seem like enough. She didn't like brutalize those two. It's not like a, a, a like she got to put them through, through tables or or shave one of their heads or anything. Like no, she hit a chick kick or a DDT and got a win. On a fucking off-brand pay-per-view, I bet. Damn sure it didn't happen at no SummerSlam or WrestleMania or nothing. That shit happened at <laughs> over the limit. 
<laughs> Over the Limit 2009. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I feel sorry, no, you know, I for anybody's that. child being, like, size or, you know, being bullied at any point, but, you know, being yeah. size shamed you know, so I, I can empathize with the dad there. What was his first right. Did he have a first question, too? Thoughts on Bliss and – oh, on the feud itself. Um okay. Bliss Naya. Um I mean, it's fine. I had my words for it uh, when it first – Really kicked off. I thought Bliss should have been the one going babyface, um, and I don't like the Wade. I thought it was hacking easy. Wade thinks it's like they're being a little more nuanced. I don't think so. I think they're going, "Hey, fat girl," and then fat girl cries, and fat girl gets mad and and, and beats up the other one. But that's just easy. It's I'm so tired. I don't know. The thing about I, my, I'm sorry you about that. It. Yeah, my um, my take on it would be is that I can't see. I mean, I like the idea of Nia being a, a killer heel, but just the size disparity, the size between her and every, you know, even Charlotte being a tall, nice drink of water there. Um, it's just how much she tiles everybody, and I like you know Bruce Mitchell's thing where hey, she's now she's our monster, and she can. You know, we can now start cheering, or we can start supporting her. So I can see why her being face versus, you know, Bliss doing such incredible work being a heel. I see what you're saying, and I wanted, I want to see how um, Alexa does actually transition to ultimately being a face whenever she turns. She's going to be a good but, baby face. Oh yeah, I don't, I don't doubt it. But I like, I like, and I just the thought the crowd was turning her anyway. You know, your your position, like they're not necessarily. I just thought. Three weeks ago, a month ago, whenever, you know, things were still, like, up in the air, I think if you had just said, hey, who do you want to see? Who would you rather cheer to Joe, everyday fan? Who would you rather cheer as a as a genuine good guy? Not, not, not no, Nothing with the irony and all that stuff. Who would you rather cheer, Nia Jax or Alexa Bliss, given everything? I think people would just say Nia, uh, Alexa Bliss because she's got the best – She's got the better interviews, um, everything. She's smaller, so if it's like if they're definitely if they're against each other, I want the bad guy to be the big bully. But mm-hmm. they decide they chose a different direction, and I wonder if it'll ever come out. But I wonder if 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 this was something that they thought two months ago, three months ago, this is where we're going with this, or if. Four, five, six weeks ago, somebody came up, had a brilliant idea, quote unquote, brilliant idea. Mm-hmm. So, well, I, I, anyway, thanks, Jay. Yeah, I'm sorry about that, Trav. Taking what you just said, yes, I would agree with you. I would have took, uh, I would have took Alexa. And thanks, Jay. Appreciate it. Let's uh, go back to the phone lines and. Uh, We had one caller. We got two. Let's, uh, I think this is Willis. Uh, Willis, what's happening? What's going on, Pete? Not too much, man. What's on your mind? Hey, Willis. Well, what's on my mind is the main event, Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. <laughs> Where are you going to go I with don't, this? I don't think Roman is going to win. I think Dean Ambrose is going to come out and keep Roman out of the belt. Because... <laughs> 
There was an interview <laughs> that Roman. It was oh, an interview. No, 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 Willis. Come on. Come on, Willis. No, Willis. Listen. Willis. Listen. Willis. Listen, Roman. When was the last listen, time Ro- the main event? Okay, I can say, I guess Seth Rollins. But was there any just run-of-the-mill run-in during the main event listen, of a WrestleMania match? Roman just, Roman just <laughs> did an interview. Roman just did an interview a couple of days ago talking about uh-huh. his main event at WrestleMania last year. And he also talked yeah. about the Shield reunion. And he also talked about how him and Dean Ambrose haven't been getting along lately. And Dean was supposed to be at the WrestleMania um, fan access, and they pulled him. So I'm thinking that Eva... Listen... You will be able to call next week. You will. I will give you, you know, five, ten full whole minutes to gloat and say whatever you want if that happens this Sunday. But I will be. Oh, I would bet anything that that doesn't happen. Even that, like for so many reasons. Number one, the you know he's not due back till September in ring. You know, so even if you want to push that up six, eight weeks, that's July. That's still, you know, you know, still far away from him to, to start something that major that they can't pay it off till, you know, damn near SummerSlam. Um, and also, you'd be almost guaranteeing, if you're doing that to make Dean Ambrose a heel, you're almost guaranteeing that you're making him like a giant baby face. Well, so I mean, maybe. and there's other reasons. And, yeah, stop it, Willis. Either that, but again, if somehow miraculously, they decide to e- do some e- dumb shit like that. Either that, or Paul Heyman turns on Brock Lesnar and join Roman Reigns. One of the Go two the things team. is going to happen at WrestleMania. For well, the main event. That's, that, that, that's, that's my prediction. One of those two happen. Things that will happen at the main event. Well, hey Willis. Um, first of all, it's good to talk to you. It's the first time you and I've talked as well. Right. And, um, and um, congrats. Uh, how's that new job working out? Congratulations on that, by the way. Oh man, we be in that joint cutting up the whole goddamn day. Cause I'm the only dude in there with three other women, and that's it. Oh, nice. Well, again, congrats, congratulations! I was, you know, uh, I remember, you know, talking, you listened to all the stuff you were saying. So I'm glad you're uh, back out there. Yep, it's, it's, it's been a blast, and I, I don't know how I feel about this WrestleMania. I'm not too excited about it. I'm just looking forward to AJ Nakamura, and Daniel Bryan coming back, and Oscar versus Charlotte. That's about it. Most of the other matches, I don't really have any. Attachment to you. So, what about the U.S. title, the four-way? Willis, you're not feeling that at all? Um, unless, now, unless if they put the belt on Rusev, I don't care. And Rusev, they said Rusev asked for his release. That's why he put, that's why they put him in that match. Huh. I did not hear that. Yeah. Yeah, they put all the spotlight on Ricochet right here, boy. Yeah, they did. So, uh, other than that, ain't nothing else exciting going on. 
I went to see Ravi play on one. That was kind of cool. Um, I saw it too. Willis and I, you know when I go watch movies, I try not to know a lot about what's going on. So, like the um, and I I'll, I can't even I'll butcher names, but so like the giant robot, not the giant robot, but the person who ended up playing the, like the, the Iron Giant robot. I had no idea who that person was. So when they first showed the person on screen as the re- as their real person, I'm like, oh okay, now I can I kind of get it. So I wasn't I was to me it was a surprise, but I was surprised about that part. Right. If yeah, all that makes sense I got, to you, I just said. Yeah, I got a chance to see it in 4D. So the chairs are moving and everything else, too. Oh, nice. Oh, wow. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep, we yeah, got a 4D in, uh, movie theater here in DC. I'm I'm eventually going to go and see it in 4D, but I saw it in 70 millimeter, and it was... Um, nice. picture was just beautiful. What's that? Film, real film. Not digital, real film. Okay. Yep, that's it. That's it. All right. All Sounds right. good. Have a real good night, right. Will. It's nice talking to you. Bye. All right, let's uh, take our last call before we get out of here. Let's talk to uh, talk to Darrell down in Georgia. Uh, Darrell, what's happening? What up? Uh-oh. How you doing today, Trav? Oh, there you go. What's happening, man? How y'all doing today, man? Doing all right. Great, thanks. Okay. Yeah, man, been listening to y'all, man. What I want to speak on is how y'all, uh, I don't know, both are going down there to uh, WrestleMania. But what, is you, um, but what are you expecting What are you, uh, to get into once you get there? What's the... First thing you would like to do once you I'm not going. I guess you didn't miss that part earlier. But I'm not going, so I'll be playing the cut. Oh, man. Um, Yeah. But they've got a whole schedule out. Um, You know, they're meeting up. They're doing stuff. They're having dinner at, you know, Lucy's brunch at a place. Cam Cam has access to access. Um, So it's up to, you know, it's, you know, folks out there just hitting them up on social and, uh, you know, trying to link up. But, yeah, unfortunately, you know, I got had to deal with some shit yesterday. And it really was good. It was a good thing. I, I waited till the very end to like, buy a uh, bus ticket. I, was, I figured mm-hmm. out, okay, I could get there. You know, I could catch a mega bus, Austin to Houston, Houston to, and to New Orleans. And I could get there and do the whole trip for under seventy dollars. I was going. I was going to be, you know, who wants to be on a bus for, you know, ten hours? But whatever. Um, but yeah, shit happens, and absolutely had to, uh, you know, first of the month. So you know what that means. <laughs> and then other shit happening. Oh yeah. yeah. I just, yeah, I just couldn't justify. It would have been so irresponsible, <laughs> put it that way. Just like, no, what a dumb, dumb thing to try to do. So, so yeah, no, no, no mania. Well, no, nah, I didn't hear that part. I guess it came on a little bit afterwards. Because um, yeah. I'm just getting up out of this movie, Acrimony. 
that's a crazy movie right there. <laughs> oh yeah, so. I mean the previews. It looked, you know, I don't watch Tyler Perry movies, but it definitely didn't seem like your typical slapstick. Good, oh my lord, or you know, good morning, whatever the fuck, <laughs> Medea movie. Oh yeah, not the typical <laughs> Tyler Perry movie. <laughs> how does he so, sound? That, how, can you say it again, Trav? How did it sound? Oh my lord. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> no, wait. Morning team. Oh, and big yeah, ups to, um, big up to the OG, the triple OG, triple O, triple, triple OG, who, who on the line first time being able to speak to him. Pay homage. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, hey, it's good to talk to you, Darrell. Nice, uh, nice to talk to you. Yes, sir. I heard y'all was speaking on Fox, and um, I think Mike was bringing it up about WWE moving to Fox. Um, my two cents is I hope they don't even think about moving to Fox, that horrible place. And FS1 is doing so badly. That place that was built off of um, shows that you guys might have li- liked back in the day, back in the early 90s, built off the Martins, the Living Colors and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Now they go against everything that those type of shows promoted. Could uh-huh. support Oh, interesting. Couldn't support that show. Because remember now, Fox came out in the late 80s, early 90s, wasn't even recognized as a big network. So that's why they had shows like A Living Color with their number one primetime show for like six years. But, well, I I don't have the numbers in front of me. I'd be surprised if that was the case. But that's what fledgling networks do. I mean, we saw it again in the mid-90s with, uh, with UPN and CW. I mean, the first year of UPN, people called, basically called it like BET, Network BET. I mean, Moesha and fucking, I mean, just. And then they, <laughs> they built an audience and then it was like, you know what, we, we all about Dawson's Creek and Felicity now, so... Remember they have homeboys yeah, and become a big network, though. Yeah, they couldn't become uh, a big I, network like Fox. And also, I, I stem Fox in with, like, Sinclair. And if y'all yeah, didn't okay. so that's check the out what Sinclair that you don't, did. That you're, you're conflating, like, Fox News Division. Like, The Simpsons did a whole entire episode about how can Fox News you know, have the programming and the personalities they do, and then you turn to Fox Broadcasting, and it's full of the most super diverse. I mean, for the most part, Fox has always been a place where you get to see, you know, a decent amount of black and brown people, you know, and up and down, the, you know, up and down the week of the shows, for the most part. I mean, the flash, Fast Lane jumps in my head for, for whatever reason, Bill Bellamy and and when Thiessen and another dude. Um, um, what was my point? Um, but, oh, 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 how can they have Fox News be like they are, but also have, you know, debauchery and all kinds of, you know, sex and drugs and rock and roll on the broadcast networks? And, and they did it as a joke on The Simpsons, but it's like, yeah, like, Rupert Murdoch owns Fox Corp, News Corp. Like, he doesn't own, like, the the entertainment part. So, like, those are two different 
divisions. Like they mm-hmm. just are. Like the same person that's running Fox News is not in head of in charge of Fox Sports or Fox, you know, sitcoms or you know our dramas. It's just different. I just thought there was a department, like a different branch under the same tree. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought they were. Just, just like you know. Yeah, no, Rupert Murdoch um, ain't pulling strings over at uh, <laughs> you know, he's not telling them what to, you know, what you know, Simpsons episodes can and cannot air or anything like that. Just, yeah. I guess. I guess. I, yeah. I was just saying it because, you know, just like Sinclair, they own ROH. That's different. They're not telling them what to put on their show and stuff like that, but they own it and they do wild stuff, have their um, news affiliates run uh, what the little video that the people put up. Also, they ran, they had them run um, the snowflake syndrome and why is it killing America? That that same weekend also, <laughs> and it just made it just those bases of those type of places make it hard to support people who make it hard for me to support people who just yeah, all you up certainly should always be scrutinizing uh, whether you want to support a thing or not. Mm-hmm. For sure, <laughs> you know, like. Yeah, I don't have I have examples. I don't have one off the top, but yeah, there's certain things I don't. You know, I won't buy a fucking soda stream. Now we're getting into different, different stuff. I don't buy Sabra um, hummus. I buy HEB brand or whatever the difference. You know, because I don't fuck with I don't support Israel like that. Like and the only way I can not support them is. You know, I'm not going to vacation there. I'm not going to not vacation there or whatever. But I cannot buy the fucking things they, that that come directly from them. Hmm. Interesting. Some people don't care, give a fuck. They'll eat, drink, consume, whatever, with no thought who makes it. You know, we, we all, all do that. I, you know, Scrolling through my Galaxy phone right now, not thinking about the conflict minerals and the slave labor that put this bitch together. But well, you, know, you admit that you do stuff like that and not act holier than thou, than thou about it, and yeah. you can admit like I do certain stuff that don't go with everything that I stand for, but <laughs> I can admit it. That's the that's the some part that some people don't do. They don't admit it. They just, oh, whatever, and go on yeah, like they do. Nah, nah, but I, then yeah. try to say something. Listen, if I'm going to yell but, and talk about how right I am, like I do, like I, I can't be like quiet when I'm like, oh, yeah, no, I got that one wrong. My bad, y'all. Like, no, nah, no, nah, I fucked up. I got that one wrong. Because I figure I'm right way more than I am wrong. So it's fine if you got a young blemish. <laughs> on your record, I think that's fine. Everybody ain't perfect. But I got and, one. Um, and I'm so, I'm so, I don't know if it's conceited or whatever, but I want to be right so much. And I say this all the time. I want to be right so bad. Please tell me when I'm wrong. Because I don't want you, <laughs> I don't want to be out there being wrong. So, if, if I'm just out there being demonstrably right, if I'm out there like, yeah, two plus two is three, no, tell me. No, 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 fam. You out there giving out false and fake news. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, shit. Travis, man, put out a so memo. <laughs> like, yo, two plus two is four. My bad. This whole time I was 
you know, I wasn't take, I wasn't carry the one, whatever. But nah, man, when you wrong, you and me are so much alike <laughs> on that point. Because I come I off I, on I seeming like I'm always right that people tell me, but I, I tell people this: <laughs> Who wants to be wrong? Whoever wants to be wrong, like don't nobody ever want to be wrong. When you somebody asks you a question. You expect your answer to be right. You don't expect your answer to be wrong off rip. Then you wouldn't say it. And if I'm wrong, so yeah, wants to be. Me, tell me something. Yeah, mm-hmm. me but I'm willing to admit. I don't need I'm to wrong. be like. I don't, I'm not so hard, hard, hard headed. Like, no, my way is. You know, fuck that. That's stupid. That gets people Cause that's hurt. That's a pet peeve of mine when people say, "You think you always right? Damn right, I think I'm always right until you prove me wrong. Then when you prove me wrong, I can say." Hey, I was wrong. You people who say like that like question like like when the we were saying uh, last year about um, <laughs> about DC and their sales and how <laughs> I forget what the what oh, the coming I was, off of, uh, I was right. oh rebirth rebirth is like blowing everything else out the water all blah 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 and then come to find out people can return return books and comic book stores and like. I'm still right because right now DC only has one book in the top ten. That's why they had to um, do the uh, the new, um, new uh, No Surrender book. That's the only one in the top ten and been there. Recently it was all DC books. That's why they're doing the revamping and the people leaving. And going so, to DC. Like a year ago, it was literally the other way. Like, oh my God, what's Marvel going to do? And um, DC's got one. I didn't know this. You're telling me something I didn't know. DC's got not one D- book in the top ten. Not DC, it's, but um, Marvel. Marvel only got one in the top ten. Not DC. oh Marvel. Oh, Marvel. okay, that's how it's yeah. kind of. All right, that's not anything new or a change. They they being propped up by their movie business. Because they movie business killing DC all day every day, but when it comes to the comics, right, no right, and, and the top ten out of the top ten, four of those are fucking Batman. Gotta be Batman, Ooh, Batman Detective, so. Batman, fucking Robin, Batman, and this fucking asshole. But you got Batman, other people Batman. up there like Green Arrow and um. Um, the fantastic, the terrifics, I meant, the terrifics. And, the f- and stuff like that. The fucking terrifics. Hey, just saying. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm going to leave you all one question, man, because I'm about to hop back on the road. Um, if you, um, after, if we, we're, we're looking to the future, and y'all had to give a rank on Sunday. Which three matches do you think will be the top three matches of that weekend? No, and from any show that you think about, ROH, whatever, yeah. NXT, WWE. Well, I'm only going to be watching WWE stuff, so I'm go- and yeah. I'm sure Brian's the same way. Um, yeah, same way. Yeah. So cool. Appreciate that, uh, Darrell. Oh wait, wait. Say it again. Go ahead. I said it's your list, your guys' list, so y'all can say whatever. <laughs> I don't have no. Right, right. Um, well, yeah. I can't just... put no barrier on it. <laughs> um, yeah, Champa Gargano, AJ Nakamura. Those are the very, very t- 
two easy ones that you don't even have to think about. Then the third one, it it gets a, a little tougher. Like, I want to see Charlotte Oscar. Like, I think that's going to be a really, really good match. But I also want to see that damn uh, uh, five-way ladder match. You know? Um, Black and Almas, I think, has a chance to be, like, super special. But just going in, my, my expectations are low. And it's only because I'm not the giant fan of Almas. And I don't think this has been the best built-up main event uh, uh, NXT title match. It seemed like it's been like it's a really short like build it. for them. It has, and it's like, okay, they tried to make it personal with Selena, you know, Selena getting in and doing her thing, but it's just like, yeah, okay, I, I'm here for the match, but, you know, that's that's about it. There's not a ton of extra emotional, you know, uh, going into that. So, yeah, Ciampa Gargano, AJ Nakamura, I, I'll just I'll say Charlotte Oscar just because that's because that's it's it's easy. I I agree with you too. Um, the um. Do you the, have a third that's they, different besides Charlotte Oscar? Just yeah, to make things yeah. I'm I'm I'm, I'm gonna I'm not a Roman Reigns. I'm a Roman Reigns guy. I'm not a Roman Reigns guy. You know I like him. I'm not like um I'm not a huge fan. But I want to see. I'm always kind of interested in trial about how these matches are going to end. So with Oscar and Charlotte, it's the same thing. I know it's going to be a good match. I'm kind of wondering. Always, I see how they're going to get out of it, but how are they? How that match is going to go is why I'm really interested with that one. And, and this reason why I'm going to say um, Brock and Roman is because I'm really interested to see how that match is going to go and how's it going to end. So if I had to pick those, th- if I had to pick three matches, I'd pick the first two, like you said, uh, Gargano and, and Ciampa, and then. Um, Oh man! And see now, I'm just kind of thinking about I'm wanting I'm wanting to see how Shane, Brian, and uh, Owens and Zayn are going to go too. So sure, of course. Uh, man, I tell you, um, say Tampa. And I'm glad Gargano. I'm not in charge of putting the, the the card together as far as ten matches, four and a half hours, whatever they got. Like I really I I would I think I'd struggle. To uh, in the order, um, in what order mm-hmm. to put them? Obviously, I'd have to know the finishes. Um, you know what? Fuck that. Um, not even you know knowing who's going to win. I mean, it, yeah, it's just a matter of where does if AJ and Nakamura aren't last, right? Are they mm-hmm. in the same hour? Are they second or third to last? Or do you go the other way and have them either open or main or headline the second or third out? Yeah. I, again, I'm glad I don't have to put I put no 16 matches together. Well, you were the tournament kind of formatted it for you, but I think that's easier putting those bullshit 16 matches together more than uh, this 10 match. WrestleMania card. This is a strong card. This is one of the strongest WrestleMania cards probably ever. Probably the strongest one on paper. Probably the strongest WrestleMania weekend ever. We didn't even talk about the Invitational they put together for Access. You talking about putting... That's going to have Keith Lee... 
and other in progress dudes there and like oh man like access when i went in 2014 was was corny like we got to see um who wrestled um he had a ponytail by then who was the the fake batista mason something mason ryan like mason ryan wrestled at the access in new orleans in 2014 they having an entire invitational this year, and Keith Lee is going to be there. Like, fuck me. <laughs> like, I'm trying to really keep a keep a positive face, but like, the more I think about it, like, it's going to suck so bad that I'm not in fucking New Orleans. <laughs> and it's mainly what's keeping me like from like really because of the importance of what I had to take care of. Just was. It just, it's it was such a no-brainer, like, oh, well, you know. But still, like, oh, my God, I'm going to miss, like, being in the building to see Brian's return and all all this good stuff. So, but whatever. There's there's always, you know, four years from now when they come back to New Orleans or something, so... So, all right. Um, um, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say one thing about this, and I was, I was thinking about this for a while. So, um, I quote times the Super Bowl. Um, breaking up a little bit, Brian. Oh, okay. You know what? I think. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, okay, that's the reason why. Um, so, the Super Bowl started. Eastern, but the on um, um, you know, four or five hours, and yeah, there. I mean, yeah, this is like mostly filler and fluff stuff and things like that. But there's always been like a, a lead up to um, any big any big game and Super Bowl being the biggest game. WWE having a two hour pre show, you know, there's the, um, the program because if you think trap for people like us, we're gonna watch it. But you're they're trying to catch the people. Yeah, After people like us, and now I don't hear anything. All right. Well, on that note, <laughs> email that to us, Brian, because yeah, I, yeah, I don't hear anything. Not even breaking up. So, okay, that. Uh, on that note, let's go ahead and wrap things up. Appreciate everybody's time and energy. Thanks for Brian Austin, 28-year Pro Wrestling Torch VIP subscriber, uh, for uh, hanging in there after Cam uh, ch- uh, tuned out. Um, so, yeah, thanks for the calls, the emails, the listenership, the voicemails, the tweets, all that. Do it again next week. We'll be here for the WrestleMania fallout. Uh, we'll get Cam and Rich on the line live we'll hear about um we'll get um reaction from them from you know bringing on bourbon street and being in the building for 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 mania and all these other events and uh yeah so free folks that's it for us this week we'll be back next time uh, next week same time same channel vip folks 
it's not over for you. Click over to the VIP portion. Rich and I will be back to bring you another hour or so of uh, wrestling talk. I uh, I bought a, I got a giant comic book haul this week, and one of the reasons why uh, my finances were were dented. I was like, oh, I'm good. Let me get. I can get my comics this week. You know, I'm good. You know, I got money for Mania rents. You want to be paid, blah, 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 and then bam, uh, this thing happened <laughs> yesterday, and uh, I was like, ah, oh, maybe if I didn't get all these comic books, maybe I would have been able to, you know, but again, it would have still been a, a stretch and quite irresponsible. It's like when I went to San Antonio last April. And I was like, oh, I'm going to drive to San Antonio. And I literally, I didn't have any cash, right? And I had a negative b- balance in my fucking checking account. Like, whatever happened, my shit overdrew, whatever. I owed the bank nine bucks or whatever the fuck it was. Um, and I was like, oh, I don't want to be driving an hour and a half away with no cash, no cash, no no debt, no nothing. And wouldn't in <laughs> right dead in the middle between Austin and San Antonio is a town called New Brunfels, and my goddamn tire blew out, or it didn't blow out, but the tread on the tire blew up. So the tire was still intact; it still had air, but all all the tread halfway around was gone. I'm driving, I'm haul-assing down 35, boom, and then I see something black fly past my passenger window, and I thought, I thought my engine exploded. I, I, I thought, yeah, and it was the tire, and I had to make miracles happen. I had to fucking, hey, can you buy me this tire? Yeah, I had to be that guy fucking, <laughs> you know bumming and mooching like hey i'm in this situation in a town i don't recognize um could you help me out here so yeah so who wants to be in the middle of fucking you know whatever oh the mega mega bus broke down and we've got to like stay in the yeah who yeah we don't need that i don't need that aggravation being out in the middle of nowhere with no damn money or very little so i'm gonna uh I'm going to do what broke people should do, and that's stay the fuck home. So, stay in my broke-ass home. So, if you broke, stay home. No need venturing out, spending money you ain't got. So, till next week. That was Cam. That was Brian. I'm Trav. We out.